0: I'll tell you what, man, it does not get any better than this Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Sirius XM, the Dan Patrick channel. I know him. The godfather of sports
1: radio. These guys are the greatest tag team these British Bulldogs. What do you think, Chaz? I think that's a really, really dated reference. That's what that is. Don't be a knucklehead, all right? If you're gonna do that, talk about Miss Robin, call her Miss Elizabeth, and you're a Georgia Animal Steel. Hey, Tony. This is-
2: the
1: Tony Bruno Show. This is serious. And now here's Tony Bruno.
3: Greetings, children. All you people self-isolating. It's a very important day. Most people don't know what day it is anymore. It is April 16th, but April 16th, Harry Mays... As we welcome everybody along the line from coast to coast, borough to borough, if you're hiding in a borough somewhere with your Joe Burrow and you're getting ready for the draft a week from today, (laughs) welcome. We are here on a very important day, Harry Mace. You know what today is? Uh, Thursday, April the 16th. On the calendar? Yes. But in the real world, which I learned exclusively this morning, it's no longer one of the top trending topics. But it was number one on trending on Twitter this morning. It is National Horny Day. Huh. I'm not making this up. I, I don't. I don't start these hashtags, Harry. I just follow
0: them. Well, I, I know that you know basically every day is some sort of day, but I never knew there was a
3: Horny Day. I didn't either. I think the Two Live Crew oh, probably uh, started this back in the so. day. <laughs> what do I get for ten dollars, Harry? And you know, I would say that this year more than any other year. Yeah. National Horny Day brings on a whole new meaning to many people. Self-isolating, self-lubricating.
0: What is, what is National Horny Day? I mean, is there any Apparently, kind of instruction?
3: I looked this up. Of course, in the is. massive research that we do on the show. Basically, it is anyone can ask for any sexual content. Like you can ask somebody to send you nudes today, really? and it's okay. Uh, you can ask for uh, sexual actions from friends or okay. strangers.
4: Wait a minute! Wait a minute!
3: Consenting adults. So, yes. in yes. other
4: words, it's just like any other day.
3: Well, no, no, because no. Today you have you have permission, right? It, supposedly, it, virtual permission to so, do it.
4: So, well. So in real life, every day you have to actually get permission from the other person. But now you have just blanket permission, no matter who you talk. That's to. That's how I
0: interpret. What okay, he just okay. Said. Well, listen, just, I didn't yeah. make the
4: rules. This isn't my plan.
3: Right. Go look it up. Is this Governor Wolf? Is
0: this?
4: No, his no, rules? no, no. <laughs> Well, this actually is really good, though, for people with quor- in yeah. the quarantine that you know they might get a little extra stimulus. Package, well, he doesn't so want to speak.
0: you to drink. He doesn't <laughs> want you to go outside. He doesn't want you to have sex. But either. wait a
3: minute! Yesterday, Dr. Fauci, we played a cut of it. Yeah. Where he's talking about you know P one sports. He says sports should open up but with those fans. He also had an interview in a magazine where he said that people should still like if they want to risk something, want to go out and take a risk. You could go on Tinder and still hook up with people on Tinder. Every day is a risk. Of it always
4: has it been. Well, you know, Dr. Oz came out about uh, came out three or four oh. weeks ago, saying that one of the best ways to combat the coronavirus while you are on this downtime is to have sex because um, sex and orgasms help boost your immune system. Is that right? Yes. What is this,
3: Dr. Ruth? No, now all geez, of a sudden, right? What, what are we doing? Well, we're bringing <laughs> hey, you the top is, trending. That's
4: you know doctors, how everybody says man.
3: trending yeah. right now. Right, right, right. That's a top trend. Well, I
0: checked that box already this morning, Oh, Tony. did you? Yeah. Congratulations. Let me give you <laughs> so the first you, roaring round of applause. Yeah.
4: Your, your immune system is boosted. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Good to know. Yeah.
3: As you can see, we're off and running today, and as we continue this, a lot of mixed messages today out there in the sports world, Harry, not just in the rather regular world. You got sports leagues are saying, "Yeah, we're going to do it." Other sports leagues say, "No, we're not going to do it." And so you got golf already saying, "Hey, they're going to try to do the colonial," right? Right. And you're a big colonial guy. Well, I love that that golf course. Yeah, down at Fort Worth. Yep, down there. Hogan's Alley. We were talking with Tim Brando about that the other day. One of the one of the great. Although it always like they always have major storms during that. event. Yeah, they do. They do. It gets hot and humid down there, Texas. Yeah, and there's always always a problem. As far as, you know, but it's warm, so at least it's not like a cold rain. But they would start there uh, in the middle of June
0: and then go, I believe, 24 straight weeks. They have events planned. Now, we'll see if any of this happens.
3: Obviously, I hope it does, but no fans to start, though. Correct. But here's here's the boldest move that was announced today by the USTA, the United States Tennis Association, as you know. Mm -hmm. Now, Wimbledon. They already blew they're that out. off. Yeah, they're out. They canceled it. They yeah, said yeah.
0: there will not even be. They won't even do it later in the Great year. Britain canceled everything. Yeah, they, they canceled they much the shut British it all Open. Down. They canceled Wimbledon. They're they out.
3: canceled serving warm beer at overpriced pubs all over the country. <laughs> you can't even go to Scotland and get wasted and play golf with your buddies this summer. They need summer. Haggis. I exactly. think they route all of that too. Has Haggis still got. Have you ever had Haggis? Ever?
0: No, I don't think I've had oh, that. Don't. That. Haggis or <laughs> or rats? I think I'd go haggis. Yeah, and it's disgusting. That is a safe. That yeah. is a safe. Haggis that. sounds
5: more like a dare than it does an actual meal. Exactly. Well,
4: you know the problem with haggis is that the texture is kind of funky.
5: Oh, so you've eaten it?
4: oh yeah, no, I mean it's a, it's a traditional dish in in Ireland and Scotland, but um, it the flavor depending on who makes it. So much of British food is really bland. Mm. They don't use a lot of spices. So it's just sort of like really chewy, weird texture that doesn't taste like much.
3: Sort of like, uh, well, at least there's some spices in, in uh, what do you call it, uh, what I like, Scrapple. Yeah. You know, it's just ground up cornmeal and all kinds all of right. byproducts. I don't eat pigs. that either. To I love it. I truth. haven't had it now. I'm on keto because that's processed meat. You can't yeah. have processed. This you can't s- have- To tell you the
4: truth, um, haggis is very much like Scrapple.
3: Yeah, this says it's sheep's heart, liver, and
0: lungs, and stomach.
4: Mm -hmm. Oh,
3: God. It's all the good stuff that you just wrap (laughs) in there, you grind it up, you slap it down, you flip it, you throw some cornmeal in it. Put some A1 on it. it. Put put (laughs) it on a griddle, little spices (laughs) in there. Update,
4: update. Wait, we have breaking news? No, Uh. so all the the sheep's uh, heart and liver and all that is stuffed into the stomach and then cooked. Oh, Oh, God. Sort of
3: like a turducken, except completely different. All right, let's get off of that. People are having lunch right now in many parts of the country. we got a lot of stuff. So back to sports. So I mentioned the U.S. Open tennis people. Yeah. That's the uh, USTA for all of you wearing white today and uh, getting your balls in shape and going out and tightening your rackets. Yeah, normally ready. that's in September. That's, yeah. You, like, no, usually August. It's, it's late August into
0: September. Like around Labor Day. Isn't it short of around Labor it's Day? It's
3: August 24th oh, to it's, right, it's, into, it's right into Labor Day. It You're takes right. like two weeks yeah, or something. It's, it's yeah. Most yeah. of these tournaments, the yeah. majors, like the Wimbledon is a fortnight. Right. Before there was the fortnight game, you had the fortnight at Wimbledon, which is two weeks of tennis. So Wimbledon's gone. But how about this? This is really a, a pretty amazing story. Mike Dowles is the USTA COO, the, the, right. the Grand Poobah of the U.S. Tennis Association. Chief Operating Officer. Exactly. Yeah. He said today that he wants the U.S. Open, and he's going to make a decision on it in June, the final decision on whether they will play mm. in late August into September, into Labor Day weekend. But here's the best part. He says it's, quote, highly unlikely that they will play the U.S. Open without spectators. Wow. So this is the first sports league that says, oh, no, we'll do it, but we're not going to have any people around. The U.S. Tennis Association is saying not having spectators up there at Flushing Meadow in Queens mm-hmm. goes against the spirit of professional tennis. So wait a minute. Professional tennis must have Full stands. Listen, it's their decision. I don't care what they want to do. People then decide whether they want to go. Right, right. I'm not telling them what to do. I don't tell anybody how to run their businesses. We just comment on it. Every other sport says, golf, you can't have people out right. there in the state. You can't have people walking on the fairways. You can't even have people playing right now in many places. With the U.S. Tennis Association is going to go on with the U.S. Open with full stands. In, in, in Flushing Meadow?
0: So they, they, there's nothing in there that says that they would obey social distancing in the stands? Like to have people separated? He's saying there that, that you wow. cannot...
3: He's Again, I'm giving
0: you his quote. Yeah, I don't see that It's happening.
3: highly unlikely that we will play the U.S. Open once they make the final decision in June. Yeah. Without spectators. Because, again, that goes against... The spirit? The spirit of professional tennis, Harry. Well, wow. But... Golf? Yeah. You better not have no people out there on the golf course. <laughs> you should just rope people off. Like everybody well, has they, a six foot length of rope. Right, right. Here, here's right. how you do it. They're always behind the ropes anyway. Exactly. Yeah. You get everybody a six piece let's we should build those right now. We go out and buy a whole bunch of spools of rope. Well, like at, a hoop. Uh, yeah, well you make it. You have it just enough so you can clip it to your belt. Uh huh. All right. You have to have a white belt on, though, well, because of course. it's golf. <laughs> it, it's, if it's summertime. <laughs> well, it is a well, summertime. No, prior to Labor Day. Exactly. You know, the tournaments after so Labor Day. So everybody wears a white belt, and right. then they have this specially Tony Bruno constructed six-foot length of rope, and each spectator clips it onto their white belt. Mm-hmm. Sansa belt, probably, but it can't be Sansa belt. You've got to have a belt on. Right. Nobody uses Sansa belt anymore, do they, have? Uh, I don't think so. No. no. And then everybody stands six feet apart, so you just spread out. And then you know that you're six feet apart, mm-hmm. and certainly you're not six feet close to you're not six feet away from the golfers. No. And then all those stu-nods who like line up within three feet. Well, yeah, when the when the golfer hits the ball <laughs> out of the woods into the, into and everybody's rough, lining yeah. up, and then the guy's standing there and he's got doesn't even have room for a backswing swing. So then you have the rope six feet away, right? Right. So golf can be played, mm-hmm. and you can not have spectators if you socially distance them.
4: They already have kind of that idea. Haven't you ever seen uh, preschoolers that are walking about? Yes, exactly. And they all have a long rope and there's a little handle that they hold on to.
2: What? Yeah, yeah, the kids that go out and they're, they're on a leash.
4: It's usually like preschool, kindergarten kids. The teacher takes them out on the street. Okay, now w- when
0: would I ever see a preschool or <laughs> a might, kindergarten? When you were driving, you don't have school al- children in your neighborhood, yeah. Harry? No. Don't
4: you drive by any school kids no. on your way to anything? I don't.
0: I don't know that anybody has, and they've got some infants in strollers. No, but this is no like kids. the class.
4: It's like the teacher takes the entire class out, and it could be they kindergarten. Long, it could be
3: first graders.
4: Yeah, and they have a long like rope, a rope with little handles on it, and the kids <laughs> have to hold the handle. Right. That way they know they're, they're, being, they're being safe. Yeah, wow. you
3: see this at amusement parks. People tie their kids together well, so the they don't leashes. lose them. They have like a Yeah, they have leashes and stuff. I have no problem with people, women on leashes or kids on <laughs> yeah. leashes or men on leashes, depending on you know, what you like. But anyway, we'll get into that. So the U.S. Tennis Association, <laughs> Belmont has postponed their spring and summer meetup at Belmont in Elmont, New York. And so the Belmont Stakes, which is scheduled to be on June 6th, they haven't made a decision on that yet. Now, we know that the Kentucky Derby is going to be run in the fall. We don't know about the prequest yet. That's what they're planning
0: yeah. on doing. Now, can you have a Kentucky Derby without the crowd? I mean, the par- that's part of the whole pomp and
3: circumstance. Nah, People the horses wear- don't care. No,
0: but I mean, like, that's the, the thing where everybody dresses and then
3: wear the hats and that's all. That's a good question, but we're know- not going to address that right now. We-, we, had- we-, we, didn't- we couldn't even go out and buy our Easter bonnets. Make juleps. Who's well, gonna be always sucking down mint juleps? Don't worry; those those suckers go down there and drink those things. They're horrible, <laughs> but you have to drink one because you're they're at the not Kentucky oh, They're they're great. delicious. No, they're Are you kidding me? No, I don't. He like doesn't it. know what he's talking oh, about. Some Woodford I, Reserve. Mm, oh, I've had baby. T- I've had mint julep. Ch- I've been to the, I've been in Millionaire's Row yeah. at, at the Churchill Downs. It doesn't sound like you enjoyed it. I, I, no, I, I didn't like it. It's not it's not my thing. Again, you can drink a hundred as many as you want. It's like hurricanes and Mur- No, I don't like those. They're terrible yeah but you have to have one because you got to get the fun the fancy glass and you got to drink a hurricane if you go to new orleans which you can't go to right now because they're shut down right so all the important stuff we're talking about it horse race but horse racing is still going on i know and so the horse racing i think you're going to see a triple crown you do even if you don't you don't have to have all those people the horses don't know who you're when you're screaming come on seven come on seven Do you think the jockey and the seven horse hears you down the stretch they come? Absolutely not. Of course not.
0: In fact, I got a text from somebody I don't know, and I don't know how they have my number, about an hour ago, saying I need a winner for Gulfstream race number four.
3: You know who has that answer, don't you? Dean in Clearwater right, because he's a degenerate. He's sitting there playing horses all day. He's got TVG on one of his 16 TVs in his house. Is Dean
4: already tuned in to the Twitch stream? He probably heard you and will give it to you momentarily.
3: Exactly right. Meanwhile, we got a lot of stuff coming up. We're going to check out on our West Coast Bureau Chief, Mr. Tim Cakes, everybody. (laughs) What up, Tim Cakes? We'll find out what's going on in Los Angeles with the Lakers and the Clippers and the NBA and all the other important stuff and college prospects for the draft a week from now. Tim Cates will join us. We'll take some calls. And then Chris Landry, NFL scout, will join us later on, too, as we get closer to the He's NFL. He's a guru, Red. man. He is a guru, yeah. and so is John McMullen. Yeah. The very latest on football. That's all still ahead. It's Tony, Harry, the whole gang, SiriusXM XM 211.
4: All right, all right. We are in our Twitch content commercial content what up folks um what is everybody saying uh d conrad in vegas says they are in race five at gulf streams right now
3: It's gulf stream now it's not streams robin
4: oh i was just i was reiterating just reading what he wrote did
3: he write streams he did don't cross the streams
4: electric eye yo-yo brunos miss robin and harry John 1984 Tony Harry and Robin absolutely crushing it on Sirius XM. What? <laughs> um. Now didn't wasn't there a horse that got the coronavirus? Didn't we read that a while no, ago? No, that was a
3: that was, was a tiger. I thought there was a
4: horse that got it too.
3: No, they get other shots. They they already have vaccines for everything horse for horses.
4: Coronavirus. I could swear I read something about that. Uh, Coronavirus. There is a type of coronavirus that horses do get. It's called equine coronavirus, but it is not COVID nineteen.
3: Exactly. Come on, Robin.
4: Hey, you know, just at
3: least you check- it up to confirm.
4: I just remember reading <clears> something <throat> about coronavirus in horses, but there is there is a actual equine coronavirus, also known as a beta <laughs> coronavirus.
3: Brian Cunningham. Next time I'll check in starting at three ten, so I can so I can miss hearing about Harry's morning routine.
4: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all are just routine. jealous.
3: It was it's not his regular. He doesn't make it because it's National Horny Day. Right.
4: And he didn't even know. And that's
2: every day for Harry. The fourth floor store yeah. says.
3: Condom Kingdom actually had to discontinue their haggis-flavored condoms because of lack of sales. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Quinn, congrats on the sex <laughs>
2: Um
4: Speaking of uh, four-floor stall, four stall, did you see the new Twitter handle?
3: Yes. That uh, yeah.
4: popped up last night. Harry yeah. Mays' uh, assless chaps. Assless chaps. <laughs> God, that's just freaking brilliant!
3: I'm yeah. not a fan of mint juleps. Why does everybody have to like mint juleps just because it's served at the Kentucky Derby? I like
4: robbery?
3: them. But I'm not, so yeah, you can like them. I can I can dislike them. You know what's weird? You see how though? it works in the world? I don't have to like them because they're served there and they're a tradition. The t- it's like I don't. That's why I don't drink. I don't drink Bloody Marys. A lot of people like. Oh,
4: Bloody I like Marys. those too. I oh. detest Bloody Marys. <laughs> oh, they're great. Man. Now. I didn't always like mint juleps, though. There's a lot of liquors that I didn't used to like when I was younger, and now that I have an older palate, a more mature palate. See, that's your problem, Tony, is that you really are still five years old. No, I'm not. Mind. I
3: try things all the time. No, I know. I tried but you, a, a hurricane in New Orleans when I went there. But I your tried palate to...
4: is still, just like your mind, is still... The... No, it's not. I try it, and <laughs> then I determine whether I
3: like it or not.
4: But Hello? I'm, just, I'm saying you're five years old.
3: Wait, a hurricane? The
5: malt liquor hurricane?
3: No, the one that Pat O'Brien they uh, in, okay. in, in, in the in Red and Real Sweet. It's got three. It's this got all it. this sour and sweet and sour stuff, and it's is rum. Is it rum? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of crap in it.
4: Yeah, it's too sweet. And I, has... I
3: bought one for the for the glass, and then you take the glass home.
4: That's. It has a lot of grenadine in it, doesn't it? It's got a lot of crap. In it.
3: What, yeah, something yeah. makes it red. Right. Get AOC on the line. She'll know what's in it.
4: Oh, Dean. Dean checking checking in, so he's listening, so he can give you a. It's
3: probably too pick. late. He probably missed the post, and the, and do you know who, who texted you and asked no. you for the fifth race at
4: Gulfstream. I
0: have
3: no idea.
4: You didn't do who who is this? No, nah, I don't <laughs> care.
6: <laughs> Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM Two Eleven. I just got this text
3: on my, not my secret textoso line like they have in L.A. on the Petros & Money Show. They call Mm it the secret textoso line. I just get this from my bank, Citizens Bank. Uh Uh-oh. It says, please use uh, CitizensBankOnline.com to access your account to see if your stimulus payment has posted. I didn't know I was getting a stimulus one. I hope it has the Donald Trump signature on it, then I can sell that and get more money. See, it's not a check because it's a, it's, it's it's a direct, it's direct deposit. deposit. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody uses
0: checks anymore, do they? Um, I still do. I still pay. Are some you one of those guys checks. that goes
3: to the supermarket and then stands in line and then takes out the No, I don't go the to the checkbook. supermarket. No, but if you go to a store, yeah, like you go no. to a state store, presuming they're open. No, I use my debit card. Okay, yeah. if you start writing a check when you got like fifteen bottles of wine and yeah. Tito's vodka oh. there. I'm not happy. I'd go with that. ballistic if I was behind somebody exactly like that. I right. just
0: I'm checking mine right now, Tony. I did not get a stimulus check.
3: No deposits. Why would Citizens Bank notify me that I should go online and check? I don't know. Should I do that now no. or should I wait till after the? No, break because break? I
4: have a feeling that is a fake text yeah. and trying it's to a get scam. you to get passwords yes. and all this stuff. No, it just tells me to go into my
3: account. Yes, t- it's not telling. I'm, t- t- I'm not t- using that link, Robin. I'm all going right. to my account on my regular all link. Right. Why do you have to give me a hard time today? We just started.
2: What's going you on a,
3: back there? Oh, Harry? I'm not
4: giving you a hard time. I'm actually trying You're to help. you. trying to
3: help. I'm Telling I, me that I'm supposed to like mint juleps because she does?
4: I did not. No, that's what not I, what she said. <laughs> See, he hears Jeez. what he wants oh, to hear. I know. Hear. I know. I know. Thank you, Harry.
3: <sighs> I didn't get my uh, stimulus check. I just checked it. I know. You know how I know that? I don't think I'm getting one. Uh, well, yeah. Does everybody? Yeah. Don't you have to apply for it? Uh, no, no. no. Automatically. No. You automatically get it. I think you get automatically get it if, get if, it if you... there's certain
0: income levels or whatever, right? I'm not even right.
3: collecting unemployment, and well, I you're... haven't been paid. I'm yeah. not being paid, right? So shouldn't I be getting unemployment? No. Shouldn't I be getting stimulus checks? What do you mean you're not being paid? Well, I haven't. Re- I haven't. Ta- I, haven't ta- I haven't accepted a paycheck yet from this new job. Well, we've only so been te- doing it for I, I, no until I get paid. Days. I'm
0: technically unemployed.
3: Oh, okay. Until I sign that first check and put it in the bank. Uh huh. I'm technically unemployed. We're we're basically, this is a public service we're offering. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Ah. We've determined ourselves to be essential services. Okay. All right. That's the way I see it. (laughs) Sounds optional. have Tim on the line? Let's go to a man who's always essential. He has essential oils, he has everything that he needs. And he's out in Los Angeles, where I think it stopped raining. And he, of course, is the producer. He was our producer on the Into the Night show. Still produces, I believe, Petros and Money out there on AM570KLAC. And he's our eyes, ears, nose, and throat of all things Southern California. What up, Tim Cates?
5: What up, what up? Bruno? What, what up, up Harry Mays?
3: What up, Tim?
2: Are yeah, you th- guys,
5: we're ahead of everybody, uh, not only with uh, this whole COVID-19 and self-quarantine, but we're ahead of everybody else's stimulus checks because I got mine two days ago, Tony.
3: Wow. Was yours direct deposited, or did you get Donald Trump signed one? I understand they're on delay now because he had to sign each and every check to send out there to make sure everybody had the authentic (laughs) Donald Trump autograph.
5: I I wish I had the president's signature, but uh, unfortunately I got my direct deposited. so.
3: So how come I didn't get mine?
5: I don't know. I, I wouldn't click on that link, though. I think Ms. Robin's right. Do not click on that link. That could be some Nigerian I'm not thing, I, trying I, to get I, your money.
3: Listen, I've already been to Nigeria multiple times to collect the millions of dollars from the prince who said that I, my name was right. picked especially because they knew who I was, and I went over there, I got the money, I shot it, shoot like 50 guys, Right. and then <laughs> to escape, That's, but I got out with the money. Was it a diamond mine? No, it was not no? a diamond mine. No. All right, Tim, what's going on now? Of course... In Los Angeles, you know, you got LeBron out there with the Lakers, and we're all really praying that LeBron can win another MVP and get a championship uh, because the people in China are really, really concerned that LeBron gets back out there with fans because, remember, he said there's no way he's going to go out, and he's changed his mind. He will play, right? LeBron, has has he clarified that he will play if there's no fans and they actually do pick up the NBA season and finish it?
5: Yeah, he went out on a podcast with the Lakers a couple weeks ago, Tony, and said that uh, he would play without fans. Now, that's that's what it's leading towards. I know yesterday our great Mayor Garcetti uh, was talking out of both ends, going on CNN fake news, making comments about no, no, uh, no sporting events or large gatherings until 2021, and he walked it back last night at his daily press conference, which is just puking for 45 minutes from a microphone.
3: Now, come on, uh, so, Kim. No, no personal political shots on oh, this show. Oh, we don't okay. do that here, pal. This show rides the okay. middle.
5: <laughs> ah, all
3: right. <laughs> well, I'm going to lean a little bit towards the right. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. He's got uh, a gangster leader. You realize now you're going to be on every poop list around there. Tim Cates uh, yeah. is a right-wing extremist. No, oh, no, my no, God. No. Get him He's off told- the air. I'll never listen to him again. Tony and Harry,
5: what it is, it's it, the weather's warming up here. It's 81 yesterday. It's 79 and beautiful. A little breeze by the beach. You can't keep people inside. I mean, I understand the social distancing in California. To Gavin Newsom's credit, has been ahead of everybody. And I yep. applaud him for that. Mm-hmm. And, and Garcetti has been ahead of that. And weeks ahead mm-hmm. of everybody else. And wearing the mask. We've been doing it now for two weeks ahead of New York, which just implemented it yesterday. So they've been a gr- been great leading as far as... Uh, uh, being ahead everybody else with that being said we should be the first ones to come back in Los Angeles in the state of California because the numbers show that they don't have the spike in death you know thankfully they don't have the spike in in a number of cases for people getting their coronavirus Thankfully, and it's all because of the social distancing, because nobody's out. I mean, it's like the Autobahn on the 5 freeway. You want to get up on the 405, Bruno? That the it, it's 110 all the way, north and southbound. Yeah, yeah. I used to, you know, we
3: used to do that drive, Robin and I, when we go to Sherman Oaks from Venice Beach mm-hmm. and get on the 10, I mean, get on the, the 90, and then oh, yeah. get on the 405, and it would take, it's 17 miles from my house to Sherman Oaks Studio. Two hours. It would take us now... It, depending on time. If we left at 4 o'clock in the afternoon for a 7 o'clock show, mm-hmm. we'd be lucky if we got there by 6. Wow. And they, and they expanded <laughs> the 405 to like 25 that's lanes. Right. You could have walked.
5: That's right. Exactly. That's right. No, it'd it take you 15 minutes now just because there's nobody out, and that's great, and it's been a great job by everybody staying away and, and limiting the numbers, death and, and people catching it. With that being said, as it gets warmer here, guys, we got to get sports back. we yeah. got to get some, kind of, some sort of normalcy. I mean, not all together out there, but just – Some sort of normalcy, the process needs to
0: start. Well, Tim, let's get it back to the NBA because I I want the season to come back, at least for the playoffs alone. I don't really care about the rest of the regular season. But is it your belief that they're going to do this in some city, like they all go to Las Vegas, which I've been hearing about? I mean, how much credence do you give to some of these uh, rumors out there?
5: Uh, It's got to be that. You know, you got to get these guys in a central spot and and play, whether it's Vegas or Atlantic City or wherever they decide to do it. Um, guys want to get back. I mean, here in L.A., I'm tired of seeing the, the workout videos of the Laker players and the Clippers players playing, oh, yeah. you know, the, the PlayStation 2, or whatever the, the gaming system that these guys are – I sound old. But the, whatever they're playing now and, and live tweeting it and twitching it, and enough already. Horse. Enough. Let's get back to playing the basketball. Hey, don't forget hey. The, hey. Horse,
3: the horse semifinals tonight and the finals, Tim. You didn't fill episode. out your horse bracket? <laughs> oh.
5: How come nobody during that horse competition, guys, when it got to H and then it got to O –
0: like, it was just like, always, it always spelled it out, H-O. I like never
3: got H-O. to O. I was out at H. Listen, <laughs> I ain't no ho, so I never got right. to H-O because then i yelled, I ain't no ho, give me an R. By the way, I have, breaking, I have breaking news now. Speaking of people wanting to come back, and a lot of people are antsy, hmm. Santa mm-hmm. Cruz County in Northern California, everybody's uh-huh. been to Santa Cruz. Pasatiempo's mm-hmm. up there. Absolutely. So. Santa Cruz County, this is breaking news, is reopening its beaches, parks, yes open spaces and the santa yeah. cruz wharf to the public after oh. they've been closed in the pandemic so you know santa cruz a big college town wow. the banana yeah. slugs you at see santa SFB cruz yeah and that that wharf and that pier you want to talk about a place to find some hippie chicks yeah. and go out and get some maui waui and just get contact high standing around on the pier robin's done it many times that good She's hum- taking humboldt smoke humboldt county yeah. up there not santa cruz county Humboldt's in the IE. Yeah, that, I know, but they, that's IE, right I'd rather Tim?
0: smoke Humboldt stuff.
3: Tim's a, Tim's not one of those guys. He's not a doper. He's right. a, He's got three daughters. He's, this yeah. is a This yeah. is a family man. He lives yeah. in He lives He lives up there in Adam Schiff country. Oh yeah, don't you, uh, Tim? We don't, we
5: don't talk about that. <laughs> we we, you live up, up in Burbank. He's your yeah, congressman in Burbank,
3: California. <laughs>
5: Yeah, he doesn't represent everybody here. Sure. <laughs>
3: not your congressman. Do you have that that's sign? On, you have that sign on your lawn. Not my congressman. <laughs> that's
5: right. That's right. That, that's great news that they're opening up in Santa in Santa Cruz. That I means for maybe we'll see Manhattan. We'll see the Orange County beaches open up, and you know it's a slow process, and it's it's not going to be overnight. Just flipping a switch, we all come back. But like, again, what was the first thing that really started the shutdown? As it was sports. It was it was the NBA. So if the NBA. Right. And Adam Silver could be ahead of everybody and get back first.
3: Everybody else is going to follow. Now, people are ripping me on Twitter now because I said, Doper, you losers drink. I'm not ripping people who smoke them. We used to have people on all the time doing bong hits yeah. live on the show. Yeah. You can right? do whatever you want in Santa Cruz. You can drink. You can smoke. And in my garage. And uh, Yes, yeah. exactly. I, I'm not knocking anybody who smokes the wacky tobacco, the, the ganja. I love Santa well, they, Cruz. They, They
5: are essential uh, operations because they are open during Mm -hmm. the shutdown in California. Just like the uh, the hospitals (laughs) and the the grocery stores, so are the weed stores.
0: Tim, who's going to make sure if they open the beaches that the surfers stay six feet apart when they're surfing?
5: Well, that's a problem, Harry Mason, that that the wedge down in in Orange County there in Newport had that problem a couple days ago. They had to shut down the wedge. They're not going to be able to stop it. They're not going to be able to stop social distancing at the beaches. Everybody's want to get. There's going to be a flood. I guarantee. There's going to be a flood of people to the beaches here in Southern California, <laughs> especially now that it's 81
3: Wow. Uh, uh, Tim on t- on Twitter, silk bra. Guy who calls himself Broad, you know him. Is he following you?
5: (laughs) Yeah, that's Romy. That's Silk
3: Broad from the Jim Rome (laughs) Oh, okay. So Silk Broad (laughs) just checks in, and he he's ratting you out. He says to at Petros and Money, at the old P, at Matt Money Smith. Your boy Tim Cates going full Red State. On the Tony oh. Bruno show, <laughs> I half expected him to fire off his AR-15.
7: No, <laughs> that's illegal to shoot it off
5: here in Cal. We go to Arizona to do that. Exactly. I money.
3: only have an AR-14. I'm going to upgrade soon when they open the the <laughs> the, the, the weapon store. He's a here. smack-off champ, that guy. The Silk bride. Yeah. I so. Yeah. Phenomenal. And he's ratting you out, man. He's ratting you out on Twitter, Tim Oh, that's, not, that's,
5: that's become my nickname is Red State Because <laughs> Red State Case. <you> know, <laughs> I don't know where it comes from, Tony. I don't think it's got any credence, but uh, apparently I've been a I've been, uh, nickname that.
3: Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so now you follow, the obviously, the local teams, and obviously you got the Lakers and the Clippers who are both really, really good. So has the divide, because the country's divided – the city is still divided, because you remember when I was there, the Lakers were great, mm-hmm. all those championships we got to cover together. And then, of course, the Clippers mixed in a year or two where they actually had a better squad than the Lakers, and the Clipper fans would go crazy, oh, the Clippers are back, and they were going to dominate. And you know, now they're both good. So what's the divide in the Los Angeles area when it comes to Clippers versus Lakers?
5: Uh, there's the city of L.A., which is all Laker fans, and then there's Clipper Darrell, who's a Clipper fan. And uh, tuning his horn as far as being the Clipper guy. Well, he, he is. He always has guy. been even when they sucked yeah, yeah. him.
3: I mean, he's not yeah, a guy that jumped. I'll give Clipper Daryl this. He's not a jump on the bandwagon when they're right. good guy. Once they got Kawhi. Exactly. Kind of yeah. Right.
2: Yeah.
5: No, I mean, pure pure NBA fans, Tony and Harry, they, they love the Clippers now because of Kawhi mm-hmm. and what he brings because he's one of the best players in the NBA. But, you know, in L.A., it's still a Lakers town. I mean, the fact they were first in the Western Conference when this whole uh, shutdown started and they were you know, looking like they could be going to a, a matchup with the Clippers in the Western Conference Finals and maybe win a championship here for LeBron. And like you said, we're all on our hands and knees praying that LeBron wins another championship. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it, it's still a Lakers town. It'll always be a Lakers town. Even if the Clippers are the two or three or four seed, even if they got two superstars just like the Lakers, they got a lot of catching up to do. There's just no way they can ever catch up to the Lakers.
0: I would think there's a lot of sense of urgency from LeBron and the rest of the Lakers to get – The season started and playoffs because that team next year, a lot of those guys are aged, including LeBron one year older. You know, the the rest of that team might not be back together again. You know what I mean? Like this is their this is really their shot.
5: Yeah, I mean, Rondo included Mm -hmm. in that group. They're one of the oldest teams in the NBA. And, you know, Anthony Davis hasn't signed that long term deal. He'll be a free agent soon. You know, as you mentioned, LeBron's not getting any younger, even though he's the hairline, it shows he getting older. The body still looks pretty good and he's yeah. still able to get him down the court. But yeah, th- th- it's a small window. It's like the it's like the Dodgers here though, guys. What about the
3: Dodgers? What's man? up with the Dodgers, <laughs> man? What's up I mean, with Clayton the Dodgers? I mean Kershaw's not
5: getting any younger. He's over the age of thirty. Kenley Jansen ain't getting any younger. Justin Turner's in the final year of his deal. He's even closer to 35 in his career. I loved That's him, by it. the
3: way, in Game of Thrones. Though Justin Turner, oh yeah, thought, the beard. I <laughs> thought he stole the show in Game of Thrones.
5: <laughs> he is the man out here. He is beloved. I'm telling you what he is doing for this community in Southern California, in particular L.A. He is feeding, literally feeding thousands with his own money and donations, and buying buying food from restaurants and small businesses uh, to donate to to people and families here in L.A. I mean, all, all joking aside, what he's done the last 60 days. I mean, this guy can run for. For, 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 uh, for mayor of L.A., and he would win hands down based on what Justin Turner and his wife has done the last 60 days. I mean, what yeah. he's done on the field has been great and meant to L.A. And Red Turner was awesome, but, I mean, Justin Turner is a saint in this city and everybody is bowing down to him.
3: And he's one of those guys, no matter who you root for, when you watch him out there, mm-hmm. he's impossible yeah. to root against. I know. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys you can make fun of. Everybody's got the beards and that stuff now. That's not a novelty anymore. The hair he's and blue the color, he he's yeah. a collar. He is. He's a guy that's he was, he was hard to root against. Match.
0: He was cut yeah, by the Mets. Was, that's right. right. Yeah, he'd, he'd play well here in Philadelphia, too, with the fans. Oh, yeah, no absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Any city would love this guy. You know, it's like Hunter Pence is one of those guys. No matter where he played, Hunter Pence was universally loved because he was, you know, ride his bicycle out on the streets, his scooter. You know, and I don't even mean like a motor scooter. I mean like his Porsche scooter yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, people love those kinds of players who, you know, because they feel like they're part of us, even though they're making $100 million in their contracts. They're somebody that you want to sit down and have a beer with. You know what I'm saying?
5: Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of baseball, guys, something to keep an eye on. I know Mike Trout, you know, New Jersey's own, came out yesterday and said that his wife's pregnant and he doesn't want to be away from her, obviously, when the baby comes. He doesn't see himself being uh, secluded for four months to play a baseball season in Arizona or Florida. I I get that, but. Keep in mind, you know what is it? I don't know the 90 percent of major league players aren't making Kershaw, Trout kind of money, and right. have not made that kind of money. You know, in L.A., LA you got guys like Caleb Ferguson and Max Muncie, and guys who are making over the minimum but yet really good players. Uh, you know, that's that way across the Atlantic. Yeah, they want to play. Guys, yeah, they need money. Yeah. They want to play. They, they need. They, I think they'd be willing to sit out four months away from their families, secluded in Arizona to play season, just because of the fact that. These guys need money, whereas the big guys like Trout and Stanton and these dudes, they don't need, they don't need their money. Mm-hmm.
3: The Great, guys, Tim Kate, yeah. So you know what's going on with the Lakers. You already talked about it briefly. I'm seeing stories today in The Athletic. Sam Amick has a story that uh, the, see, the optimism is growing about the NBA season resuming, or at least to the playoff mm-hmm. portion of it. Is that what you're feeling out there? Is that what, like, the Laker organization, are they thinking we are going to do this? It may be July or August, and then start the season again has been floated around in December. Christmas Day, Yeah, you know, play the play, finish out the playoffs, then take yeah, a okay. couple of months off, and instead of starting in October, start on Christmas Day when the season starts anyway for most people. That's the biggest hyped-up day in the NBA right. season.
5: Yeah, they should. You're right. Start on Christmas Day because nobody cares about basketball from Halloween until then. But... They, they got to get the rest of the season, and I, I think the fact that the President Trump has brought these commissioners from all sports and brought owners like Mark Cuban, uh, who is not only great on Shark Tank but uh, a great owner and, and you know can lend his his voice as far as what they should do. From an owner's perspective, not just a, a commissioner's perspective, but from an owner, uh, kind of feel the pulse of Gene Bus and, and, and Steve Ballmer out here in LA with the Lakers and Clippers, and, and kind of represent them in talking to the government about what they should do to restart things. And there's a there's a huge sense this thing is going to start first. I'm telling you, this thing is going to start with with a training camp of two weeks, whether it's locally at your you know your your, your city's camps and, and training facilities, and then go to Vegas, or all go to Vegas and train for two weeks. And let's get this thing going. Whether it's uh, June or July, they, they just got to come back. They have to come
0: back.
3: I'm feeling pumped up. Man. He's am, getting nah, me fired man. up. I'm ready to go outside and then start taking all the the basketball the, the pieces of two by four that they blocked off the, of the that, rims, off yeah. the rims in the playgrounds. Because right. oh. I don't have a big house. I don't have a. I'm not like Tim Cates who lives in Burbank and has a hoop in his backyard. Right. I got nothing here. I'm going to have to pull one up on the front street. Have all the people come out. You need a milk start, crate. Put a
0: milk crate. Put up a milk up on the crate the yeah. on
3: the telephone. Yeah. Plate. yeah. And
0: go old school. That's old school. We should do that here. But I have an update. You have an, oh, we have breaking news? Yes, we have breaking news. Tim and Tony and Robin, I am now being followed by at Silk Bra.
2: No,
3: dude. Steve
0: Steve Elkington follows him.
3: Steve Elkington follows Silk Bra? Wow. I did not. He doesn't follow me. That's you know, I kind of feel, like I, I feel like I made it happen. I, I think you did. Right? <laughs> By the way, did you see the video of Joe Kelly? You know the great Joe Kelly out there of the Dodgers. No, no, did
5: I see it? He was on with Petro some money yesterday and told the story. So he, he told us to go to his wife's Instagram and, and pull the, the video of it. And now he's getting destroyed. By the way, that was a weighted baseball. That was like a, a five-pound baseball that he was training with, and he was experimenting with a changeup. And he missed through and broke the window. He, he came on the show yesterday making a plea for some window company to help him out. Are you kidding me? No, he's, getting,
1: he's pimping
3: for So if you didn't see the video yet, you can go, on, uh, you can go all, all over the web. Look for Joe yeah. Kelly of the Dodgers staying active. So he's in his backyard, and he's got the little mesh net, mm-hmm. and he's got like mm-hmm. a bullseye there, and he's out there warming up. Right. And then one pitch gets away from him, and it goes right. It misses the net and then goes through a window. Uh, was yeah. that, that's his neighbor's house, right? That wasn't even his no, house, was it?
5: That, that's his house. He, he said it's his house in Arizona. Uh, Brock Holtz, his former team, who I think now with the Brewers, was staying in that room during spring training, but had moved out when the coronavirus stuff happened. It was empty room, thankfully. Nobody was hurt. But here's the story. He's going to have twins tomorrow, a C-section there in Arizona. So... He was freaking out because he needed to get his house fixed—that window patched up—before his wife gives birth to two kids tomorrow.
3: Yeah, but how easy is it to fix? It? I could have gone out there and done it for him for like ten bucks. He would have to pay he for the window. He
2: can't he couldn't find anybody. Couldn't find anybody, anybody in Arizona.
3: You know how many houses yeah. I fixed? Robin's mom and dad's house in Arizona. I ripped up their bathroom and put new fixtures in when I was out there. Dug up the backyard. You remember those pitchback nets back in the day? Tony? Absolutely. We- yes, that was pretty good. That looks like a chintzy house, though. I don't, you know, uh, you're ripping that house. Know, it's all right.
0: It's got some nice travertine tile well, there. It's, uh, Every house in Arizona looks like that. <laughs> every house in Arizona <laughs> has say, the same I floor love tiles.
4: the very long pause after he hit the window where you can just hear the inside his brain going, oh, crap, oh, crap, yeah. oh, crap, oh, crap. <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to be in so much trouble. Well, that's
4: but a but he pretty, set pretty
3: big, a big net, too. That's, a, yeah, that's, a, that's huge. Wide. How do you miss that, Tim? Aren't you concerned as a Dodger <laughs> no. fan that this guy doesn't have any control? <laughs> that's pretty bad.
5: He was <laughs> Experimenting with the weighted ball, a change up. He explained the whole thing about how he changed the grip and it got away from him. But he also let us know that that's a golfing net. That's for him to do some chipping. Yeah, exactly. To do some backyard golfing.
3: Yes. Yeah. By the way, Matt Money Smith has just checked in, replying oh to boy. Silk Bra and uh, Petros and Money and the rest of us. We call him Take the Bait Cakes <laughs> out there. Is that true, Tim? <laughs>
5: I don't know what he's talking
3: about. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is, our regularly scheduled beep on every single uh, phone. Still no, but there, he's though. still there. He's still there. I know. He didn't hang up. But we right. have this weird, like, beep that comes in every day on the show. At the same Look, there time. There it happened again. Silk bra.
4: 340. And yep. now it died. Now he's
3: gone. There We're it is. Gone. No, no he's, there. There he is. he's there. All right, Tim, before we get cut off, for whatever reason, the gremlins are out there. Silk bra and all the other folks out there. Somebody mm-hmm. said silk bras overrated. I'm a Vic guy. And so obviously all of the Rome clones are out there in force today. Oh, my God. And shout out dude. to my boy Jim Rome and all my friends out there Phenomenal. In, in Southern California. The great Tim Cates. Phenomenal job, Kim. Awesome. Great. Yeah, why don't you just go to the, the Home Depot like I used to do at Playa Vista yeah. and get a couple of, uh, you know, day laborers who come out there and fix that window in no time, man. Cheap, too. Yeah, probably. these people work hard. Yeah. I think he's finally gone now, Tim Cates. That's
4: oh, did good he? stuff. Did he hang up? Yep. Yeah, I think he's gone. He's he out. He hung up.
3: He, I think Silkwad interrupted his uh, feed. He has that much power, he can <laughs> knock a phone call off a television and radio show. Thank you, Tim. Great to hear from you. The great Tim Cates, ladies and gentlemen. Harry, in your backyard, you see a mesh bullseye net. In my backyard, you see Tony in a mesh tank top. <laughs> That's how we roll down here. There's not a lot of room
0: to play. You know? Remember <laughs> the mesh tank tops? I still have one. I them. had
3: one when I was a kid in <laughs> the 70s. Did you? Yes. 215 462 tony I know women, guys sit here in South Philly, still wear them, yeah, believe it or not. I know they 215 462 tony 215-462-8669. We'll take your calls. John McMullen and Chris Landry, NFL scout, a week away from the NFL draft. Right here. Stick around.
4: I was going through uh, photographs last night, um, Harry. I was going through photographs last night, and found a bunch of photographs of you and Tony together when you, when Tony f- was still out in LA, and then when he first moved to Philadelphia. And it's so funny to see uh, you. It's amazing how much younger you looked. Not that you you look old now, but you you had much more of a baby face. And that was only ten years ago.
3: That's when we were doing the poll. We were working the poll at the uh, at the uh, cheerleaders.
4: Um, Oh, you know what? I should call or text him and ask him to go on it. Oh, did he? Yeah, let's do 4:20 instead of 4:45 today. Oh, Dean just sent a photograph. Throwback Tim Kate's photo, and it says, "What up, Dean? Look, Where Tony. It? it was uh, this was our old webcam in. Yeah. <laughs> Here, let me. P- I'm gonna put this on. Dee do- dee do- dee do- dee do- dee do- dee. Do- oh, nobody's gonna be able to see that. <laughs> I don't have a close-up camera anymore. Why not, Robin? Well, because I need a different camera to use. Let's see if I can do it this way. We have an
3: upskirt camera in here. We're going to have to get one of those soon when we expand.
2: Okay.
4: Let's see if I can do it this way. So, see, that was our old webcam in In Sherman Oaks that we used to crash on a regular basis because so many people were tuning in. It was just like
3: a security camera up in the corner of the studio that actually was able to go out over the air, and that's how people watched the show because we'd have all these guests come in being in L.A., So we probably were the first show that actually used a security camera as our webcam.
4: And it was really funny because Fox would contact us the morning after going, what are you guys doing? You keep crashing the camera, the system. And we're like, we're not doing anything. It's just people logging on. Like, well, don't tell people. (laughs) Miss Robin going scorched earth on guests and hosts. Yes, she is. Is Scorched Shirts a good thing or a bad thing? Bad Nin- thing.
3: 91 Sixers means like you're just, you're, it's like napalming the entire world. It's like, you know, the dropping the H-bomb.
4: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, it says here, when you guys have your own version of Fantasy Fest, can Harry wear his mesh shirt with some white golf pants? <laughs> white
4: golf pants. <laughs> yes, he does.
3: That'd have to be white golf shorts, though, not the long white pants. Long you got to go with shorts, too, right?
4: No, you don't. I don't think the mesh shirt goes with shorts. Yeah. You got to wear it with pants or just underwear. I've never worn <laughs> them yet. The that pants?
0: Lost weight.
4: I, I wear them. Yeah, I'm down another two pounds. My pants are starting to fall off of me.
3: Makes it a lot easier for me.
2: <laughs> oh!
4: But I'm bombed. Thank <laughs> you.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah, I actually,
4: I that's one, I one of the things that I printed out. I have it right here. Okay. we got to cut him after the show. Yeah, he's getting great reaction. I can't imagine them not being happy. They're getting quite a bit of reaction, and I know that there's a lot of people that are tagging Sirius XM when they're saying that they are re-upping or they subscribe for the first time or whatever.
6: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
3: Uh, A lot of reaction on the Twitch stream on Twitch.tv Tony Bruno Show for our regular crowd that's been there with us over a year. And of course on SiriusXM and everywhere else where you can listen to us on the podcast later on on iTunes and all the other audio podcast locations. Hey, eh? we'll have reaction from uh, Roy Halladay's widow, Brandy, about the revelations yesterday from the National Transportation Safety Board. Three, er- three years after the death of the Phillies pitcher in a uh, plane accident, in his back in on a, in a little lake down there. In no, Florida. it was in the Gulf. In the Gulf it was of Mexico. In yeah. Gulf, yeah. In the Gulf of Mexico. Right. And he had an experimental aircraft, which he knew how to fly, and then all the toxicology reports came out, and then the final report came out yesterday, suggesting that he was doing dangerous maneuvering and wasn't flying safely, and was wasted, (laughs) and had narcotics and drugs in him. And so obviously, amphetamines, right? Like a ton of them. That that reopened Mm. the wounds for not just Phillies fans and baseball fans, but obviously for the family. And so a lot of people were wondering, Harry, you know, what the reaction would be, because certainly. You know, his widow and his family is still going through this and reliving this every day. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think the National Transportation Safety Board was trying to make the family feel yeah. bad again three years later or trying to make Roy Halliday look like a bad guy. And so his wife uh, issued a statement this morning, Brandy Halliday. Do you have that statement with you there right there? Have yeah, I, I have too. it right here.
0: Yeah, I got it. Okay.
3: And I thought she handled this with class and dignity.
0: Yesterday's NTSB report on Roy's accident was painful for our family as it has caused us to relive the worst day of our lives. It has reinforced what I have previously stated, that no one is perfect. Most families struggle in some capacity, and ours was no exception. We respectfully ask that you not make assumptions or pass judgment. Rather, we encourage you to hug your loved ones and appreciate having them in your lives. As a family, we ask that you allow Roy to rest in peace. Pretty good job.
3: Yes, because, yeah. you know, she could have been nasty and said, oh, man, really, why do you have to do this to us again? Yeah. And this is how long it took them. The thing that surprises me, and again, it's the government, and so it took the government three years to finally complete all the toxicology reports on this horrible day in the lives of the family and the loss of Roy's life he- because, of, because of carelessness and unfortunately being on various narcotics he had amphetamine
0: levels about 10 times the therapeutic level in his blood along with a high level of morphine and an anti- antidepressant that can
3: impair judgment yeah and that's sad. And, wow. then, and you know a lot of that we knew not that not long after the crash remember right. there were some videos that were taken not with that detail though. No, no no not that yeah. detail
4: i don't think anybody including his family knew how many things, different things he was taking. They but my knew point that is issues. that's
3: important to release. Yeah. But the fact that it took three years, yeah.
4: three years to release that, they find UFO
3: sightings. They they they, they verify UFO sightings faster than that. Yeah, well,
4: that- do you think that maybe they waited three years to release? They knew they had to release it at some point, but maybe they waited this long to release it in in. Thinking about the wife and the family. I don't know why they did it. I don't know know why they did it. So it wasn't quite as painful. As you
3: can see with everything that the government runs, from the state, federal, and local levels, the government doesn't act fast. Nothing runs smoothly. You try to deal with the government, try to go online. There's no efficiency. No, it's not. And Um, that's the way it's always been. Right,
0: right. It's always been that way. The maneuvers he was doing put nearly two times gravity on the plane. Now, Mm -hmm. keep in mind, he only got this plane like a month ago. I know. And he's already doing crazy stunts with it.
3: And he figures he's over open water. Yeah. Let's see what this thing does. And then when you're impaired, just like when you're driving your car, except you can't do backflips on your car. Mm -hmm. But when you have an experimental aircraft, that's what happens. You know, and that's the risk. We're talking about taking risks.
0: Right. He was flying about 105 miles an hour, Tony, just 11 feet above the water
3: before he started doing these extreme maneuvers. yeah, And people have seen the video over and over again. And again, Roy Halliday, unfortunately, was reckless and was under the influence of various chemicals. And that's what happens in some cases. Sometimes, you know, it's people who drive drunk all the time. Mm. There are people who drive drunk and get away with it day after day, night after night. Maybe they get a DUI, and then they go to court, pay the fine. And guess what? They continue to drive. Even with suspended licenses. Because nobody knows you have a suspended license or or, suspended... Unless you get pulled over or something else. Exactly. So there's people out there who have all kinds of DUIs, all kinds of substance abuse problems, who are still driving cars every single day. I'm not defending Roy Halladay. What he did was he he made the ultimate mistake, and And, it cost him his life.
4: And we're lucky that it didn't cost anybody else's life, because he regularly flew with other people, including his children, Mm -hmm. and he could have crashed into somebody else. Um, So... Robin, allow him to rest in peace now. Okay, I'm, uh, but
3: the man, what a pitcher! Yeah, oh yeah, wow. phenomenal. One of the best. Let's go to. Uh, let's go to speaking of one of the best, one of our favorite guys. You haven't heard from him in a while. The great Larry up in Port Richmond, where of course everything is closed, I believe. What's going on, yes, Larry?
8: Everything is closed. How you doing, everybody? Uh, and congratulations again, Harry, for National Horny Day and taking care of business. I, I, hey, I you know, never you're, said you're inspiration to us
4: all, Larry.
0: Larry, <laughs> Larry, thank you very much. I appreciate that coming for you, but I never said that I was with anybody else.
4: Oh, you know, well, you,
0: know, you, know wait, you know what I'm saying? That was an assumption on well, our part. Oh, see, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Don't jump to conclusions. Does your conclusion? wife know no. that? I, I didn't don't jump know.
8: Any I didn't jump. To, well, you know, now with me being you know, in the process of the divorce and uh, can't go out, I have, I have to switch to manual. Well, you
3: know, it happens sometimes. <laughs> so, you got four and a four. You got to learn how to manipulate the stick shift every got, once in a while when you're used yeah, to driving, yeah. uh, you know, when you're driving automatic transmission. Yeah.
0: Don't downshift I at know. high <laughs> speed, fire. That's all I'm, that's my, my tip yeah. for you, okay? Pop the clutch. You'll you drop that
3: tranny. Don't forget that. No. Yeah. That's a different thing. I don't, yeah, think, I don't think he's into that up there in that neighborhood yeah. right now.
8: Well, the I have I had a lot of AC hots going down but wow. in my shoulder. And don't in forget my the shoulder.
3: Uh, blue, e, blue emu is looking for a new sponsorship deal right now <laughs> after right. they fired their race driver a couple of weeks ago.
8: Yeah, well, uh, I didn't get my stimulus check either. You, you made me want, yeah, you know, I heard what you said. I, I filed for unemployment the 21st of March. I haven't got a dime of that yet. It's an outrage.
3: So it's, so time it's time like
8: that we rise up as, as a, to a nation. It's crazy. And I get tired of watching the same reruns of hockey games and basketball games, and, you know, I want something new. That Tonight's Hockey Carolina, and they were talk about DUI. It was funny, like, that Carolina game was a recovery night at the Flyers. They gave us all a little coin and all, and talk about DUI, and, yeah, well, I never drove uh, without a license, because once I got mine, and I had lost my license, like I said, over three, over three years, I didn't have a license. Now I have one back. I have a breathalyzer, but... Now I can't go anywhere, but, you know, that's the way life goes. Wait, so but, so know. if
0: you wanted to drive somewhere, you'd have to blow into the breathalyzer yes. before your car would start, right? Yes. Wow.
8: And th- okay. they changed it up, too, in the last couple of years. Before, you used to get somebody else to blow in for you in case you had a couple. Mm-hmm. Now they put a camera in.
3: So Ah. when you blow the
8: device, the camera looks at you and makes sure you're the one blowing into the device.
3: Just say that that was a woman that you knew and she just wanted to stick her head in and say hi to you and give you a kiss before this coronavirus, of course.
8: Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, (laughs) I can't get a kiss anywhere, anywhere, you know, anyhow. Did you ever have anybody
0: else blow in your breathalyzer, Larry?
8: Absolutely not. Not that breathalyzer anyway, yeah. (laughs) And uh, it's tough. How are you going to get a girl to blow in the breathalyzer with a mask on?
3: That's true, uh, Yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah, and the extension doesn't go six feet. So
3: <laughs> how long is the extension? How far? How does that thing? Is it, is it rubberized? Is it a tube?
8: It's a tube. It looks like a little box, like an old-time TV controller, rectangle box, mm. and you stick this mouthpiece on it, and you've got to blow in it three times out, two times in, then three times out again. And then you and do the
3: hokey-pokey, and you turn yourself around. Yeah, yeah. Because that's about, what it's yeah. all about, Harry.
8: Yeah. <laughs> then every, Then five minutes afterwards, it says to do it again. So you got to do it again, and then it comes at random times. Could be fifteen minutes. Could be half hour. Wow. Could be, Does the car just
3: stop wild. when you're driving, and it says, "All right, let's"? I don't know about this guy. Let's try it again. Let's shut the car down right here on the Roosevelt I-95. Put him well, down in the, on the uh, on the left lane. Just getting, pull over to well, the side
0: of the road. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: I
8: don't pull over. I do it while I do it on the fly. I, I mastered that technique. Oh yeah. It's very it, yeah. It's pretty easy. So. And as long as I keep my nose uh, clean, you know. So I've been a good boy for, like, that time. And uh, I knew people who did drive without a license and all, and some get caught and some don't. And it's that's well, it's not
3: worth it, Larry. Be, no, it's not. Yeah. not no, Let so me give I'll, you, you know, a roaring round of applause, Larry. You're a good uh, man. I appreciate that. You are compliant with all the things that we need to be compliant with.
8: Yeah, and I can't wait for this thing to be lifted so I can go see you guys at a remote.
3: Exactly. Yeah,
8: right. um, I owe Miss Robin what? Uh, eight dozen flowers from all the times I missed.
3: Now, nah, you don't have to get her so, anything. She's, well, she's a it. well taken. She's a kept woman. You don't
4: woman. need to bring me flowers.
3: She's a capped woman. She doesn't need anything.
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Well, I'll get
2: into that.
3: All right. <laughs> yeah. Good job, okay. Larry. Thank you, Larry. Have a good day, everybody. And right. great, and you guys. The great <laughs> Larry here, one of our great local fans here in the Philadelphia <laughs> area.
4: Actually, Larry is the only one that brings me flowers ever. Yeah? So thank you, flowers, Larry. Yes. You but don't, don't know, bring have... flowers? Never. She doesn't never. like flowers. That uh, a...
3: doesn't sound like she doesn't <laughs> like flowers.
0: I
4: have never said that. Those words have you never know what been I, uttered I get, out of my I mouth. I get
3: plants so that I can put them in the yard and they grow. I get perennials mm. so that the flowers come back every year. So they don't die in a week. They don't week. die in a yeah. week.
4: He brings me herbs. It's okay. so great. Yeah, yeah. so sweet. Hey, man.
3: <laughs> You know how hard it is you to, bring to a, herbs? There's a
0: lot
2: you of women those. in Philadelphia <laughs> that would like you to bring <laughs> <them> herbs. <laughs>
3: Meanwhile, yeah, we have some sad news today. We have a couple of the uh, major deaths in yeah. the sports world and one in the acting world. Howard Finkel of WWF, WWE, and Brian Dennehy, the great actor. We'll talk about that in the next hour. Much more still ahead. The great John McMullen will get into some football talk and more football in the 5 o'clock hour with Chris Landry, NFL scout, as we're a week away from the NFL draft. That and more of your calls coming up. You stick around, Tony, Harry, the whole gang, on a thirsty Thursday right here.
4: Okay, I am um, just, I've just about had it with this stupid, stupid, stupid Streamlabs.
0: That is really weird about that phone at 340. It's that, like every day at the same time.
4: And there ha- it has to be some kind of tone thing, right, that's being generated from somewhere. I don't know what
3: that is. I've never heard anything yeah. like
4: Yeah, but it's, it's, all, it's on Channel 4, right? It was on Channel 4 Yeah. Time. But like, you
5: never, like, I didn't have to call him
4: it stayed on. Put it, back on and then he was, it has to be Comcast. Is that a real phone line? It's is that a No, it's not a regular. A it's a name, uh, phone line yeah, right. yeah.
3: It, they're designated phone lines as part of the uh, the Verizon package. But it's through, yeah,
4: but it's through the modem, so it's a voice over internet type. So it's a VoIP. VoIP. It's a VoIP, or whatever they call it. Digital. It's a digital line. Some,
5: some, be a fix to it. We don't
4: yeah, a we. It well, I In honor yesterday of Larry, it happened at three forty, but the day before today. I think it was later. I almost
3: said, "Well, that would drive me to drink if I had yeah. to go through that." But I didn't want to do it. He's a recovering yeah. alcoholic. I know. can't do that. I didn't
4: think to mark the time. Yeah, well, I I marked the time today. I started marking it today. Okay. There has to be something weird going on.
3: <laughs> Robin, I should have got. I should have done that joke. Robin likes flowers. I prefer tulips myself. Ha ha oh,
4: ha, no, 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 no. ha ha ha. <laughs> Hardy-har-har-har.
3: Robin burning down the wine cellar. It's like the burning bed. Remember that movie?
4: Yes. That that was uh, Farrah Fawcett. Yep. Yeah. That was when, I think that was the movie, or was it Extremities that was the first movie that she did where people are like, oh, she can act.
0: I think it was probably the burning bed.
4: And I was in the staged version of Extremities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one in Arizona for that. Very disturbing. Uh, Skinny Joey is tapping into your phone line. Says Franny Mac.
3: Skinny Joey merlino yes. <laughs> That's the gang that couldn't shoot straight. All these young mafia guys who mm-hmm. were just complete morons. A.J.
4: Marco says that we're being tapped.
3: He lives in Florida now. Oh, Skinny Joey, mm-hmm. yeah.
6: Well too early. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
1: Oh.
3: Welcome back if you ever went anywhere and we hope you don't and we thank you for joining us every day.
0: We got some good audio to get to over the yes, next we do. two
3: hours Tony. Yes we do. Some uh, Jeopardy! audio. Yeah, you know, it's not my style to criticize. The one thing I've learned, from, because I had a big feud a couple of weeks ago with the 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 Jeopardy champion. Who was the one Which guy? Which guy? The first guy who was, like, the biggest champion, and somebody beat him. I forget the guy's name. Anyway, he was on Twitter, and I ripped him. Ken and, Jennings? Yes, Ken Jennings oh, and yeah. I were going back and forth at each other. because so he made some really off-collar joke, and I just took a shot at him. Uh-huh. And then he come, comes back at me, and then all of his minions— the one thing I've learned about Jeopardy people— He has minions? Oh, he's got a ton of them. He's got right. tons of followers. And so they, they, they worship at his altar. Mm. And listen, he's a smart guy. Yeah. But the one thing about Jeopardy contestants, they may know all this minutia that most people don't. And by the way, I know a lot of the questions. Well, I can answer a lot in the first round. When they go to the yeah. double
0: Jeopardy, then I'm
3: done. No, I, do, I can do the yeah. daily doubles. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. Now, if you get like into you know literature, British literature— mm-hmm. Forget that crap.
4: Yeah, no, I don't anything, care about anything literature. British. Anything literature. I'm not
3: bothering. you nobody got time yeah, for that. You don't read books. You just. You but will. a lot of times there's sports categories on mm-hmm. Jeopardy. Oh yeah, there.
0: Those are easy. Not for these people. Well,
3: <laughs> that's the problem with Jeopardy. Anytime they put a sports category or up music. there. music.
0: They have a lot of music categories too. Yeah, but now too. most of the dorks get music. Yeah.
3: But most of the dorks, and I call them dorks because they're you know like nerdy types. They're not regular people. who That's a pejorative Jeopardy. term, Tony. No, it's pretty accurate. I think if you would like do a poll. <laughs> In fact, we should do a poll question today: Are people who go on Jeopardy dorks? Yes or no? Well, are they dorks or nerds? Do they prefer? Would they?
0: That is, I think there nerd, is a Nerd is kind of like has become kind of a cool thing. Yes, yes.
4: because normally nerds are the ones that make the bigger bucks. Right, exactly. you're a nerd in high school, and then you end up getting great jobs. Great yeah. computer programmers. Exactly. Yeah, now
3: nerds are the only ones getting jobs. Right, right. The dorks aren't. They're sitting at home in their mom's basement you know, still waiting for stimulus checks mm-hmm. and hoping that they never get a job and the checks keep coming in. That's a dork.
4: In my mind, the difference between a nerd and a <laughs> dork is that they're both kind of in that same category in high school, but the nerds are kind of, they're they're more studious, nerdy, dressing very similar, but the dorks end up playing video games for the rest of their lives, and the nerds go on to be like... They write the video yeah, games. Exactly. They're exactly yeah.
3: right. So speaking of that, so... I don't know if this was yesterday. It was a couple days ago. They're having the college kids come on Jeopardy. You know how they have the college kids? College week or whatever, yeah. College week. And so, again, it's not my style to criticize smart college students. But this is awful. And it's not my style to rip USC fans or college students. But this is a USC fan being asked a question on Jeopardy the other night involving a pretty important sports story we were talking about just the other day. Let's go to the tape, and let's go to Jeopardy. One of the topics covered in a Major League Baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947. Shout-out. is Babe Ruth? No. Nathaniel. Who is Jackie Robinson? Yes.
6: One of- wow.
3: I, ha- I hate to do it to the young lady.
0: <laughs> what? I, I heard that the other night. Has I, she
4: ever I, seen I, a yeah. picture diamond, diamonds,
3: of Babe Ruth? I couldn't believe it. But here's the best part, though. Yeah. So while everybody's making fun of her, she doesn't know baseball. And, you know, she gave a quick answer because you got a B, you want to get in there first. She jumped in and she said Babe Ruth. Might you know, have been
0: that. the only baseball player that she knows. Exactly.
3: Maybe. You figure she would have known. She's obviously Asian American and a lot of Asian students out at USC, UCLA. And they're smart kids. But she you know, she she got in too quickly. Here's the good story though, for people think I'm just gonna rip her because of her ethnicity or the fact she went to USC. She did get a question right though and actually won that event. Oh she won she, the she, round? Yeah, she won the round. Mm. So even though she got that question wrong and people are making fun of her, sports dorks, that's a question you gotta know. Well we we might have we should
0: have brought that up to Tim Cates because he's a big UCLA guy. He I know. would take a shot at well, USC any of course he would. Any Then he'd time, get in right? trouble
3: and probably get fired. Oh, okay. I don't want to put him yeah. in a position to take any USC shots. Okay. Although she did get a question later, though, which is a sports question. She did know the answer when the question was, uh, who had the famous butt fumble as a member of the New York Jets? Was that a question? No, no. Oh, she got that God. right because of Mark Sanchez of everybody. If you go to yeah. USC and you don't know that Mark Sanchez was involved in the butt fumble? Yeah then you should never be on Jeopardy again. Wasn't that on Thanksgiving evening against the Patriots? I don't remember the exact date, Harry, but everybody remembers the butt fumble yeah. with Mark Sanchez, former Eagle great as well. <laughs> remember, his first couple of years, he went to championship games with the Jets. With the Jets, two years in a row, I think. Exactly right. By the way, the Doc's Eye Donkey Show checks in. and oh, says, boy. Not all dorks are successful. Screech ended up stabbing a guy in an Alaskan bar and was... and was caught Andrew Gillum-style in a hotel with the Slap Chop guy. I don't think he was that. Was he, was he involved with the chat Slap Chop guy? I, I don't know. That guy got in trouble
0: with a, uh, a hooker, right? No, Screech we're talking about. No, yeah. the Slap Chop guy I'm talking
9: about.
3: I didn't know if he was hooked up with the Slap Chop guy, but the Andrew Gillum, the guy who was going to be the governor mm-hmm. of Florida, was in that race. And then he was found in a hotel room, and there's pictures of him. You know, with a couple yeah, that of was in South Beach. Yeah, or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, hey. Yeah, the butt fumble was against the New England
0: Patriots. And I'm trying to th- – yes, Thanksgiving Day of 2012.
3: That is phenomenal knowledge right yeah. there, Harry. That's why you're on the show, you know. A lot is that it? We, we had an extensive people audition. People have been asking. We've had an extensive audition process <laughs> to bring you in here to test your sports knowledge, not just about golf, Harry. Right, right, right. You're not just here as no. the golf guy. I can get anybody to talk golf, right. but you have to have good butt fumble knowledge That's on this show. <laughs> and you also knew that Babe Ruth did not break the color barrier. Right, and I have good butt knowledge, too. <laughs> well, I mean, you, know? you better. If you didn't have that, I you would be I thought that was either. what I
2: was
4: here for. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Coming up, John McMullen. Now, of course, uh, we are a week away from the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. And uh, Howie Roseman here in Philadelphia, the Eagles GM, under a lot of pressure. He said some peculiar things in his little... Uh, zoom session with the media today here Howie, and we're seeing that a lot you know you're seeing every coach in the nfl is doing zoom sessions yeah people were ripping the guy up in new york gettleman yeah because he he did he know what zoom was i don't know what he was doing but he looked like he was confused Mm -hmm. and so a lot of these people who have press conferences in front of the media aren't used to doing this zoom thing because you know they have their phone down there they're looking on their phone they don't realize that they're talking to a bunch of people and so they're not even looking at the camera. So Gettleman's down there, and I saw the mayor of de Blasio doing a live news conference, and he's, like, signing checks during the whole thing. So I'm like, do you think that uh, we should have done this and that? He's like, and he's, like, writing. Mm. It's a news conference. Put the damn pen down. And answer the questions, and then
0: sign all your crap later on. Well, I heard Howie Roseman is is hoping that uh, none of his kids get in the camera shot. Exactly. That's what he's going to be at home with his kids. I think we're going to see that
3: somewhere. I hope so. Yeah, I think (laughs) – That'll make it even more – you know, is that better than watching some poor kid in his house not getting picked? pick after pick uh, after pick, at least he'll be at home and they won't have to turn the camera on. Right. Unlike bringing them up to New York. In the green room. In the green room and have guys sitting there hour after hour dropping down the board. Like Aaron Rodgers. Yes, so, Aaron no, Rodgers, I can, the most I will never forget one. that. And people were, as you would say, Harry, if you were there, you know what you would say if What's you want to like, dropped into the second round? I'm, I am pissed off. Exactly. <laughs> and those guys can't show that they're no. pissed off. Because then all the other teams think, Boy, what a loser this guy is. Yep. He should be grateful that he's going to the NFL. No. So, Howie Roseman, we'll get John McMullen to talk better, about What's better,
4: a kid coming into the shot or an animal coming into the shot? Animals are always good,
3: unless the kids are cute. If the kids are just pains in the asses and they come yeah. in there, you know, and they're just little strappers, you know, with bad manners and stuff, then you blame the parent. Right. See, this is when you know if you have a good parent. Right. If yeah. Howie Roseman's kids act up or act a fool – or, like, don't have any good conduct around the dad who's the general manager of an NFL team. Or if they're,
4: like, whining. Or he, like he
3: doesn't have a
0: disciplined
4: yeah.
3: household. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That's what you learn yeah. from this stuff. So people already are down on Howie for his past drafts and some of the picks. Like, uh, you name them. And so that'll be it. We'll ask John McMullen about that. We got other good stories today, too, Harry. As I mentioned uh, In the NFL draft, C.D. Lamb now seems to be the hot name from Oklahoma for teams looking for the wide receivers. Yeah. And the Eagles have dropped, they're down to 21, so will they move up? There's even talk about the the quarterback at Alabama now. There's all kinds of smoke screens out there. Yeah, you don't know what to believe. He's not going to, the Dolphins are going to pass him up because
0: of physical or something. Exactly. And so
3: that's all going to happen, and that always happens every year. But this year, because of the virtual draft, it's going to be interesting to see this stuff play out over the next week. So that's the latest, and we'll talk with John about that. But we had a couple of uh, fatalities in the world of sports, Harry. Yeah, we the did. The first one I saw this morning when I came down there at 9 a.m. to start getting ready was Howard Finkel. I know. Howard Finkel. Now, you've got to be old school. Now, Harry and I are old school wrestling guys. Yep. When it was the WWWF. It wasn't just the WWF. Yeah. It was three W's in it.
0: It was the Worldwide
3: wrestling, wrestling Federation. Federation. Correct. Yeah. Then they shortened it to WWF, and then they got into that contract dispute with the World Wildlife Federation because mm-hmm. they both had the same acronyms. And then the WWF changed to the WWE. And so this guy was the first employee ever hired by Vince McMahon and the WWF. Do you yeah. realize
0: that? No, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he was the first guy hired. But this was right in the wheelhouse for when I really got yes. into it.
3: Now, I remember, he grew up in New Haven, Connecticut. So right okay. near the WWF headquarters, all of those guys, Vince McMahon, they're all up in that Connecticut area. And so he was 81 uh, – no, I'm sorry, that's Brian Denny. He was only 69 years old, Howard yeah. Finkel. Went into the Hall of Fame, the Wrestling Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame in 2009, And Harry had found tape of his debut at Madison Square Garden. At Madison Square Garden, 1977, is when Howard Finkel entered the ring for the first time as the announcer. And many people say the greatest ring announcer in wrestling history. Let's go to the tape.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce the respective managers. First of all, I'd like to introduce the captain, Louis Albedo.
2: He
0: was great. Yes.
7: And ladies and gentlemen, in the corner to my left, the Golden Boy, Arnold Skolin.
6: Look at that hair. I know.
7: Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left the promising young wrestling star who is a protege of the champion and. He will appear here in Madison Square Garden three weeks from tonight on February 7th as he will oppose executioner number one. Let's have a warm Madison Square Garden. Welcome for Larry Zabisco.
4: Larry Zabisco, wow. (laughs) And everybody listening, I mean, the lapels on Uh, these jackets are practically down to their navels.
3: Incredible. Bruno Sammartino. Ladies and gentlemen,
7: this is the main event of the evening <laughs> for the World Wide Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Championship. One fall. Now who's to in a red? Finish.
0: Patera. Introducing
7: Patera. in the corner to my right, Captain R- Lou with the open shirt. Yep.
3: Oh man.
7: From Portland, Oregon.
3: Oregon. Oregon. Weighing
7: 297 pounds. <laughs> Youngest man in the world today, Ken Patera.
3: He had a pretty good run. Yes, he Patera. did. And good clothes. I mean, yeah. that that that's, that uniform you could wear that today and be him. Yeah, heavy. you could.
4: It kind of has an Elvis Formy. feel to it, it does. doesn't it? The does. flair. Wait a minute, Robert, stop it. Residing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
3: From Italy. Weighing 250
7: pounds, the World Wide Wrestling Federation heavyweight yes. champion.
0: That there you go. That's 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 great. great. Now that's
3: Vince McMahon calling the action. Exactly right. How about Bruno Sammartino? The Grand Wizard wasn't there at that time. No, he wasn't. This was pre-Grand Wizard of Wrestling. He
0: was there at that time, but he had superstar Billy Graham was his guy. This is great wrestling
3: knowledge. You're not getting this on the WWE yet. You don't even have to pay $9.95 a month for this kind of knowledge.
0: No, I think you got to go to Busted Open channel that, <laughs> Busted on, on Sirius <laughs> XM. I'm serious. They they talk wrestling and NBA, M- MMA and all do. that yeah. stuff.
3: That's why Sirius is the greatest. They yeah. have a channel for everything. They even have us on. <laughs> Jeepers. That's great stuff. Rest in peace, Howard Finkel. Only 69 years old. Yeah. And we lost one of the greats. The greatest wrestling ring announcer ever. Now, where is Abruzzi, Italy? That's where the Abruzzes are. (laughs) That's in Abruzzi. It's uh, it's northern. It's a little northern. Is it? It is? It's like halfway up the boot. Okay. It's on the front side of the boot, right in the uh, shin. You're going to kick it, you're going to kick it right in the shin area. Okay. That's Abruzzi. Meanwhile, enough about Italy. A man who's not Italian and proud of it, John McMullen will join us next as we break down the National Football League on this Thirsty Thursday. It's also... National Horny Day. Keep that in mind later on.
0: Abruzzo <laughs> is an Italian region east of Rome, it says. Si. Yes. With it's east, which means that it's front of the boot. Front um, of the shoe. Front of the boot. Adriatic coastline.
4: Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful area. Mm. Well, there's really not much of Italy that's not beautiful, to tell you the truth. Damn right. You can pretty much do everything in Italy. You can ski in the north. Does it, in Sicily, does it snow in the... No, no? because Mount
3: Etna, which is still there. I mean, it's pretty high. It's one of the highest mountains. But it's still active. I mean, it's still blowing. You know, you can still see the smoke. But in the winter,
4: it doesn't get cold enough to snow, right? No,
3: it gets hot as hell in the summer, though. Well, yeah. It really gets hot. I mean...
4: I knew that.
3: Super humid hot. Like St. Louis humid hot.
4: Mm. It's, um... It's on the Mediterranean, and it's
3: and the one the last time I was in, last time I was in Sicily, I went to the beach. You know, in the sand, it's like here the sand's really hot, mm-hmm. but it's like a long stretch to get to the water. So you're walking across if you don't have any yeah. shoes. I took Your my shoes off. Feet are burning. Your yeah. feet are burning. And then when you get to the water, and it's beautiful water, it's ice cold. Oh wow. Yeah, You're thinking, no. oh, it's going to be really nice, like the Caribbean, when you see the you know the sand, and then you go into the water, and it's warm. The water was so cold because and the temperature outside and the sand was so hot.
4: Harry, when you were in Vegas with Tony, did you ever see Tony get in the water? Yes. Yeah. We were doing the pool at the Mandalay yeah,
3: okay. Bay yeah. the MGM Grand, was right? it, but was the
0: like was it?
4: But was the water warm enough that he didn't scream like a little girl?
3: I don't remember him screaming. And okay. I would have so remembered that. There was oh. plenty of libation and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and scenery there Tony, right. that did not distract me from the, the temperature of the water.
4: Tony is is... He does not like cold water mm-hmm.
3: at all. Well, who does?
4: Well, I mean, but...
0: Eskimos. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like cold water to drink. I don't like getting in cold water. I like cold beverages. Yeah, as the great. But it's really loves, funny sorry.
4: watching Tony getting cold water <laughs> oh, yeah. though, because he does scream yeah. like a little little girl.
3: She's ripping you, man.
4: I know. What's up with that? <laughs> People you. are
3: saying, look, electric guy, yeah. Rob is just hammering Tony I today, know, on but- National Horny Day, no less. <laughs> cr- Bre- this is an outrage. Breaking balls.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't get my stimulus package this morning. <laughs> Damn right. You
3: ain't getting one tonight either. You keep this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno Sammartino, he to me, he was wrestling. I mean, not because he was Italian and I'm Italian. He, he had he had the belt it seemed like my entire yeah, childhood. Exactly. I Remember, he wasn't a flat. He was. No. This was before. And then the, the, the to me that the the era that really brought that ended the popularity of wrestling for the first time was Backlun. when Bob back Yes. He was a great real wrestler. But he wrestler. was boring. He had no personality. Yeah. And that's when the whole Hogan era came in. Right. And that cranked it back up again. Yep. It's like the NBA when Bird and Magic came in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that just revitalized right. the entire NBA. And that's what happened with wrestling. When Hulk Hogan and those guys came in and all the fancy – I mean, they all wore fancy stuff before. Right. But the acts weren't there. When Backlund
0: became the champ, he was so boring, I actually got – we, we found another NWA. We started watching this stuff out of the South. Yeah, exactly. And that's when Ric Flair was coming
3: up. Mm. So I watched that. Dusty oh, Rhodes. I did too. And, and the that. WCW, and you yeah. had Sting and all those guys. Right. That was later on. But
4: My brother is 15 years younger than me. So in the early 80s, I remember he he, he was starting to get into the wrestling, and he had those wrestling buddies, those pillows. John calling yeah.
3: us, or are we yeah. calling him? Call him he's on he's okay. not on four then, right? He
0: is on four. Okay. Chief Jay Strongbow, he was great. All I those guys. Saw him live a few times.
4: Wasn't there also a Hulk Hogan stretchy dude, like yeah. well, yeah, elastic, mm-hmm. metric, whatever it was, Stretch yeah. Armstrong, yeah. Armstrong, but it was Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I remember. I remember those toys.
6: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
3: Let's talk some football, John. I mean, football talk is now going to absolutely go to the front of the of the classroom between now and next Thursday. We're a one week away, and so now every person who's done a mock draft will be coming out of the woodwork, mm-hmm. trying to sell you their mock drafts, mock drafts. I'm gonna. I don't. I do a mock draft light. Which yeah. has half the picks of
0: regular drafts. And it's only 2.6 carbs. Too, exactly which is right. Good so that's what I do. Keto. I'm not going to do yeah. all
3: seven rounds. Right. Just do a mock draft and get it out of the way. A man who has his mock drafts already up, and I don't know how much he charges for them, <laughs> but I'm sure it's a reasonable price. The great John McMullen, our NFL and Philadelphia Eagle insider. John, is the mock draft, are you on 2.0 yet, or are you still on the, the first edition?
10: Uh, I, I'm not a big uh, mock draft guy. I only do one uh, full mock draft, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that'll be early next week. I do Eagles only mocks as we go throughout the process. Uh, but yeah, my uh, my my draft guide is very reasonable nine hundred ninety nine dollars <laughs> and ninety nine cents. Anybody wants it? <to? laughs>
3: no, <laughs> uh, but that's smart. It's like gas stations because you never you, you think exactly. you're getting a deal because right. you, you have that nine tenth in there, and then you're like, oh, it's not even it's not it's, it's not a thousand yeah. dollars yet. Not a thousand. Not a
10: thousand dollars yet.
0: <laughs>
3: how many rounds uh, do you no, do? Now,
10: there's you know, it, I I really, I I really get uh, it's one of my pet peeves. Before free agency, you know, forget about it. I mean, you'll see the first mock drafts for 2021 as soon as the 2020 draft is is over, which yeah. is absurd and silly. But even 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 before free agency, I mean, think about how much of an impact. The big free agent signings have on on how teams think about where they're going to go in the draft. So, I mean, they're all ridiculous if you want to be honest about them, but people love them. So, if yeah. they like it, hey, you know.
0: How many rounds do you do in yours?
10: Just two rounds. Okay. I, I, you get these seven round drafts. Uh, Dane Brugler, he's he, he's my favorite. I just tweeted that out. He's got the best draft guide in my opinion. Who's so, that yeah. now? Who's John that?
0: treats this like the NBA draft. Two rounds and it's over. Who's your yeah, favorite? Well, who's I'm, your
3: favorite mock draft Dane guy? Dane Brugler. Yeah, Dane from he
10: he's now from the Athletic.
3: He's got the best draft guide. Not not Frau Blucher. No, that's that's a different <laughs> that's a woman. <laughs> no, she has her own draft. I think this guy's verified, man. <laughs> Dane Brugler. What's his name? I don't know Let me write his name down. Dane. Yeah. Dane Brugler. B-R-U-G-L-E-R. Brugler. How come I never heard of him? Uh, You just did.
10: You just did. (laughs) He he works for the athletic now. You should know him, Tony. Well, I mean, I
3: know. I'm I'm sure he's a well-regarded guy. But, you know, I remember the R-Lads guide. I remember all Well, yeah,
10: Dan still does it. I mean, Dan's great. In fact, I was trying to get Dan to come on your show. Uh, I'm sure he will at some point. He's great. He's still doing his – he's a former – NFL scout, a uh, number of teams, including the Eagles. You yeah,
3: know, well, we're going to have uh, Chris. Chris Landry is going to be on. Another guy that I've uh, loved for many, many years. I used to be a regular on my Fox show in yeah, LA. Chris Landry, phenomenal. Greg
10: Gabriel, who is back now. He was with the XFL. Now he's back. Uh, I, I imagine he'll get back into it. I mean, there is something to have guys who have actually been scouts in the league.
0: And, Matt Miller, and he's been, pretty good.
10: Yeah, Matt. Matt's very good. Uh, there's a lot of good ones. I mean, Daniel Jeremiah is, oh, yeah. to me, he's the best. Uh, and he's another former uh, Baltimore Raven scout. And Eagles. Uh, Eagle scout, yeah. yeah. Um, so those are the guys because they've been through the process. So they understand how NFL teams evaluate. Like, first off, I mean, you hear these things. It, it, you know, scouts talk a lot, but scouts don't make decisions. I mean, executives make decisions, so they're not telling you who they're going to pick. I mean, the GMs of this league, uh, they treat this stuff like uh, CIA-level uh, subterfuge, which is probably a little bit silly, but nonetheless, I mean, they keep stuff very, very close to the vest. So um, you can get a feel for certain teams liking certain players. But if a scout or a personnel person tells you that, I mean, they're not the ones making the decision. So how much does it really mean?
0: Hey, John, um, how soon do you think the run starts on the wide receiver position?
10: Uh, I think it's going to start at the bottom of the top ten, right there in the 9-10 range. Mm -hmm. Some people are talking about trading up. and that's where C.D. Lamb will probably be the first in that range to come off the board. Um, Mike Mayock, our old friend in, in, in now Las Vegas, I got to right. get used to saying that instead of Oakland. But, uh, you know, he's, he to me, and you saw it last year, he took uh, Cleveland Farrell with the fourth pick in yeah. the draft. That that was, a lot of people, yeah. Man. And most people had him in the 20s, and Mike took him at four.
0: Some had him in a second round. Yeah. Yeah.
10: And I, I look at him. He's, I, I think he's going to take a receiver, and I, I, I'm. You know, Denzel Mims is the guy who, who people think the from uh, here in Philadelphia think the Eagles might have a shot at 21. I think the Raiders might take him, and if they don't take him, he might go in the second round. Mm. That's that's the kind of uh, juxtaposition you have. Everybody kind of thinks the four top receivers. Are, are C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Justin Jefferson. And then you got five to 12 really good players. But one team might have that fifth guy, and, and another team might rate that player 12. That's, yeah. that's the kind of uh, wild swing you could have.
3: We're talking about great John McMullen. Now, the other name that's popping up, and I got to ask you about this because Harry and I were talking about it before you came on about all of these. Zoom sessions with general managers that it's are going to a
10: Zoom today. But howie Roseman Yes. And Andy Weidl. Were
3: you a part of that?
10: Yeah, I was on the Zoom.
3: Now, did you did you get zoomed? <laughs> did they play Aretha Franklin in the background cuz I think that should be the lead in <laughs> zoom, 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 Zoom. No, who's zooming who? Who's zooming who? Great, underrated Aretha song. John
0: was going zoom 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 into boom boom. <laughs>
3: oh, well, Just course. Just shake your rump. <laughs> well, of course. All I want to do is zoom a zoom right. zoom zoom and a boom exactly. boom. Exactly. Now, John, Harry and I were talking about this because he's got kids, and so he's going to be on the camera when it's his turn to pick, and we'll see whether he's a good dad or not because if the kids come into the room and really blow his... I mean, do you lock your kids out if you're a general manager and you're trying to focus on well, the draft? Well, yeah.
10: Now, it, here's... Here, I'll tell you a quick story. We... This is a third or fourth time Howie has spoken to us in the offseason. Now, he, he's done conference calls, He did an off-the-record conference call with us. Now, the only thing I can tell you from that call, because it's off the record, is that his kids came in (laughs) asking for the Wi-Fi password. So, yeah, that's that's the kind of situation we're all in. And I thought it was a joke because I'm doing these Zoom calls from my wife's scrap room. So Mm I'm taking over her scrap room. And, you know, Andy Weidel is doing this call from his wife's home office. He's got her own business. So we're all kind of in the same uh, same situation. It's, it's crazy, and everybody tries to get through them. And, yeah, how his kids came in, I imagine they're going to try to control them a little bit better on draft night. though.
3: John McMahon Now, of course, when you look around the league, I don't know if you saw the Lamar Jackson tattoo of the word "truss" on there. I don't know if you're up on top of that kind of stuff. Because, as you remember, uh, back during the season when the, when the Baltimore Ravens were lighting it up and Lamar Jackson was MVP, lock, no doubt about it, and his running back, Mark Ingram, said that, you know, he's like a truss. They call him the truss. You know, when you he's the truss. He's basically holding up the franchise. And then, of course, they lose in the playoffs. And so that nickname stuck. Some guy then went and, and trademarked the word trust, T-R-U-S-S, meaning that Lamar Jackson couldn't use that word. So he went out and got "truz" instead, T-R-U-Z-Z, and now has that tattooed on his chest at the bottom of his full front tattoo. He's got a lot of tats. Well, there's yeah. nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah,
10: man. Hey, you got a brand. You yeah. know that. You got a brand. You got a merchandise. And somebody beats you to the punch, you got to go in a different direction, I guess. And that makes it, in a lot of ways, that makes it cooler. So it'll probably work out for him.
3: I'm still trying to get uh, my branding name. I don't know what to what to call my son. What do I have, if I'm going to get it? I'm gonna get tatted up. What do I have to put on?
10: Well, you got to do it in the chest, yeah, right above the belly button. You yeah, put uh, the the. I, I think you got to put Tony Bruno's show with Harry May. Oh no, right
3: here. Which, it's all right right, here. Yeah, right there, right in yeah. the uh, in the suplex area. Yeah. And, the serious,
10: the, and, and the serious and the serious logo.
3: And throw local. John
10: McMillan in. Throw so John McMillan really good it. Down where, Jacob Media.
3: down where the guy who married, went, the first husband of oh, the Joe God. Exotic, got the property of. Oh. I can, have, I, can Robin, I can have, <laughs> Robin can have put it on hers. Property of Tony Bruno on hers. What do you think?
4: It ain't gonna happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, trust is typically for a bridge, like yeah, but that's, what, that's, yeah. What, yeah. that's yeah. what he was talking. Yeah. That's what yeah. Yeah.
3: Mark Ingram's talking about. This guy's the trust. And then yeah. some guy trademarks that. Why wouldn't you go to the guy who trademarked it and pay him for that? What does trust mean? I mean, it's cool. It's got a different Bob vibe to it. Yeah.
10: Well, you go back all the way to who? Pat Riley, threepeat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come on. Nobody should own these things. It's not like he's coming up with threepeat.
3: Well, he did. Somebody actually, else yeah.
10: coming up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. These should be public domain. I don't think there's any question about that.
3: John all right, John, are you going to now? How is this going to work for reporters? Because every so, you have to you watch on TV because you're watching the whole draft, just
0: like us is yeah. going to be covering yeah. the draft. But I'm saying, yeah. you know, since yeah. you
3: cover the Eagles too and national, you'll just be watching the national feed with the combined resources of ESPN and the NFL Network, right?
10: Yeah, I mean, typically uh, a little disappointed because I was hoping to go out to Vegas. Right,
3: uh, well, weren't we all? Uh, yeah. Weren't we all? Yeah. So
10: I bet your wife's uh, happy there the first though. round. Uh, or generally, go out to where the draft is. I, I do miss, to be honest, Radio City. I, I do, I did like that atmosphere. But now that they've taken it out on the road, and then day two, day three, we generally hunker down. Uh, us in Philadelphia, we'd be at the Novacare complex, and we, um, you know, get all the conference calls in that way. Now it's going to be same as today: Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Uh, and everything else. I mean, that's the way of the world, conference calls and Zoom. Zoom's the only uh, company in the world doing well, I think, in this environment.
3: Now, do you have it? Do you have to get a subscription to it? Or do you just download it? How do you get into it's Zoom? It's like a right? link. Yeah, a yeah. Link. you get a
10: link. Zoom is free. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that if you need, if you're a company and you need to have these meetings, you got to pay for it. But for the individual...
9: Pre download. Right. We oh, got little, yeah. We got, so rump, we got a little rump we got a little rump shaker for that.
3: you right here, John. It's a rump shaker. all request rump shaker <laughs> Thursday. Come on. <laughs> All I want to do with Rex and Effects, Aaron. That's right. You're a big Rex
0: and Effects fan. I love this song. I don't have their greatest hits, but hey, John. This uh, is
10: their greatest hit. (laughs) This
0: is it. Okay. All right. John, how soon do you think uh, the the draft starts to get a little chaotic with maybe a trade? I mean, I could see it happening with you know two with the Redskins, uh, three with Detroit. Where, Where do you think this happens?
10: Uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen with the Redskins. I think they understand they're going to get the best player in the draft. Um, Ron Rivera is going to be very happy with that, and they're just going to sit uh, and take Chase Young. And, by the way, that's going to be bad for the rest of the NFC East because you think about what the Redskins have been doing.
0: Yeah, their D-line would Jonas be Jonathan Allen,
10: Deron, Payne, Ionitis. Montez, let, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I and now you Chase ripping a Temple guy?
3: No, he's good. Oh, okay, that's a good pick. I thought you were saying that wasn't a good pick.
10: But those other guys, no, he's a very good player, but those other guys are all first-round picks. Mm -hmm. Very reminiscent of what happened to San Francisco. Right. When they got Nick Bosa, it was sort of like the last piece, and he turned that defensive line into a terror. I could see that happening Mm -hmm. for Washington. So they're going to stay. Detroit wants out at three. Okay. And they're trying to convince everybody to come up to get the quarterback. And then the Dolphins are in that equation as well. Mm-hmm. Are, are they going to pick Tua? Do they want Tua or do they want uh, Justin Herbert? Uh, it's, it's, so the quarterbacks, as always, are, are going to push up the board a little bit. and Somebody's going to trade up. And the Giants went out too. So I think if you look at the Lions at three and the Giants at four, one of those two teams wants to convince somebody to come up to get the quarterback they want.
3: Now, how do you do that if you're the general manager and you're on a Zoom feed and then you're sitting there, say, for the, in the Eagles, for example, or any anybody in front of them? You just, like, put the Zoom feed on hold? Do you go dark on the screen and make phone well, calls to know, work we, out we, deals?
10: We we talked about this with Howie and, and about the trades and how this virtual draft, will it affect things? And there's two ways to look at it. I, I don't think it will affect things trade-wise that much in that, in other words, if you're trading, if Detroit is trading with Miami and Miami wants to come up, well, they get on the phone. Uh, I, I mean, that's how you do it. That's how you've always done it. I think where this virtual uh, virtual draft might impact teams is their internal communication. It's going to be much more difficult be in the same room howie roseman's not in the same room with andy waddle and doug peterson right and jeffrey lori you have to have this social distancing, so that communication might be slowed down but once you get to the point of you know you want to trade you're on the phone anyway you've always been on the phone that's how those things happen no no
3: i get that but do you have to stay on the monitor during this whole thing or you just go to black on the screen because you don't want people to hear your kids or hear you making phone calls to
10: other <laughs> right. gms but, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, they're only going to be live when it's their pick. And, and generally, uh, I assume when they announce the picks and, and we'll see how that all shakes out. But, yeah, it's not like they have to be on the Zoom feed uh
0: 24/7. Well, that's, that's where Jerry Jones yes. and Stephen Jones will have the advantage because they can social distance in the same house. And is yeah. there a more vivid
3: uh, re- remembrance every year of the Jerry Jones cam inside his big office with the big table, right? I mean, that's that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, yeah, a, that's a staple of the draft. It's Jerry Jones' big-ass <laughs> table down there in Dallas, down there in the Metroplex, <laughs> where you can see like him and his son and then a couple other people that are just getting him water.
10: Well, you know, I, I think one of the great moments in NFL history is that there was a zoom of Stephen Jones tackling Jerry Jones and preventing him from taking Johnny Manziel. Oh, yes. <laughs> and they, ended up, they ended up taking Zach Martin, right. who's arguably been the best uh, guard in this league since they've taken him. Uh, so, yeah, Jerry badly wanted Johnny Manziel and, and Stephen stopped him.
0: Hey, uh, John, what about the, this kid Jordan Love from Utah State? Uh, looks to be probably the fourth quarterback at least taken in the first round. Uh, a lot of teams are, are really high on this guy.
10: Yeah, they are. He, he's one of those guys who, who has, you know, a wild gesticulation. Some teams love him. He's tremendous athletically. He's got a huge upside. But uh, the floor, as they say, uh, could really – fall out underneath him. So he's not a very safe pick, mm-hmm. it's boom or bust, that type of thing. But, yeah, ultimately, because of the value of the position, that's what happens. Uh, somebody's going to be desperate and say, we can turn this kid into uh, a, a star in this league. And he's going to be one of the most interesting picks in this draft because mm-hmm. it is such a uh, – uh, that's the kind of – he's got to get – you know, obviously Kansas City doesn't need a quarterback, but that's that's a kid who needs to be with Andy Reid, needs yeah. to be in that type of situation. Well, it's funny you say that
0: because Mahomes is one of the, the comparisons that some people are yeah. making, which to me is, like, crazy. But
10: Yeah, well, you know, people forget back in the Mahomes uh, draft, I mean – and I'm one of them. And I, and by the way, I'll still say today. And I got freezing cold taped with this at some point. <laughs> that he had awful mechanics coming out of college. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were terrible. Uh, he he, and he, he got with Andy Reid. And by the way, they're still not great. I've I've compared him to Stephen Curry in the NBA. where you are thinking about? You know, think about the old days. If you just pull up and shoot a 30-footer, the coach might come out on the floor and strangle you. (laughs) But Steph Curry does it, and you're like, hey, good shot. Mm -hmm. I I mean, he can make it. Uh, You don't want to teach kids to play that way. You don't want to teach kids to play the way Patrick Mahomes played. No-look
2: passes,
10: throwing against his body. But he makes it work because he's so spectacular physically. That's the hope. And that's the comparison uh, between those two. But uh, you need good coaching, and you need to rein in some of those bad habits, at least some of them. Mm-hmm.
3: Last thing, John, is that there are seven teams that have ten or more picks in this draft. Wow. Obviously, Miami has 14 three yeah. ones. Minnesota has 12 pick, picks, two ones. And then you've got the Pats and the Jaguars, you know, who uh, have 12 picks as well. But two ones, I guess Jacksonville has. Everybody else has a bunch of The Eagles used to be one of those teams yeah. until they made the trade for Slay. Exactly. Yeah. So you got three teams really: Miami, Minnesota, and I, got, I believe the Jaguars have two number ones. At least Miami has three. So are you seeing all three of those teams? using all three number-one picks? Because there's got to be a trade mixed in there with, with well, some of these Well,
10: and teams. I think it starts with Miami. How comfortable are they with their I, – I don't think there's any question they're going to take quarterback with that early pick. And how comfortable are, are they with their choice, and will they need to go up uh, to that Detroit or even the Giants spot to make sure they get the one that they want. Uh, so I think it starts there. Uh you mentioned Jacksonville. They have so many needs. Minnesota also, I think, is at twenty-two and twenty-five, and they've lost so much. They traded Stephon Diggs. They they lost their three starting corners in free agency. So they have to take a wide receiver. They have to take a a a, a, a cornerback and, and maybe an edge rusher. So I do think that team will be taking the two picks. And but it's always about. Does a player you love start to slip down the board? Mm-hmm. And you know, if they're in range, and by in range I mean three or four picks before you pick, and you know somebody's in between, then you go up. And that's that's every team in this league. That's kind of how it works.
3: Beautiful, John. I'm starting to get I'm starting to get that little tingling sensation in my loins. Oh, jeez. That's, my, national, hey, horny is, no, that's nation- national Horny
0: Day. No, that's so.
3: National National Horny. No, it's National Horny Day. That's why I got my loins. Oh, my loins are girding. Okay. My loins are girding, John. Ooh. I
10: thought. I thought every day. That
3: sounds was painful. Horny
10: day in the Bruno house. Well,
3: yeah, I don't want to. Bri- Harry's the one who brought it up today. I brought up <laughs> National Horny Day, and he said he already fulfilled his obligation when he got <laughs> up.
10: <laughs> was that? Uh, by yourself, or was that non-social <laughs> distancing,
3: Harry? Uh, yeah, I was social
0: distancing. See, you
4: actually, <laughs> yeah. he's a good journalist. Yeah. He asked the question. We did not. Right, we no, didn't you even, just jumped yeah, to a, assumptions. We did.
3: Yep. Well, usually when you're married, you do well, it's yeah, easy it it to assume. go either way. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> <yourself>. Trust me. <laughs> All right, John, before we get you or Harry in more trouble, we appreciate your time, pal. We'll talk to you soon. All
10: right, thanks, John. See you, there John. That
3: the great John McMullen. Not just talking about. The draft talking about national horny day right. too which I think by the way I probably was one of the people who got it trending on Twitter oh National yeah? horny day I didn't start it you ever have you ever do that where you tweet, you tweet something you hashtag something and then you get this bot that says you are responsible for helping this
0: this hashtag, no, trend. I've never gotten. Yes, that. I get that a lot. See, perhaps I could get that if more of your followers also followed me. I've yes. noticed a lot of the people that respond to the stuff that you and I say. Yes, they're all following you, but they're not following uh, me. You got to
3: follow Are at You Har- following me at Harry Mays? Tu, <laughs> all you romp shakers out exactly. there, exactly.
4: And at Miss Robin Austin. Exactly. Miss Robin
3: Austin on Twitter at Harry Mays. Tu. Does the cat have a Twitter feed? Not yet, but he will before the show is over. There's no doubt about that. It's National Horny Day. (laughs) It's Tony and Harry and the whole gang. Come on, baby. (laughs) Exactly. He just sits wherever he wants. He just sits wherever he wants, man. This morning I'm in bed. This morning I'm getting ready to get out of bed. He comes up. He hears. He when he hears us talking, he runs up and then he gets up on top and sleeps like on top of my shoulders. So then I can't get out of bed, and you're like you don't want to throw him off of you.
4: By the way, I have to rip Dean.
2: What do you I, do now? I seem to
4: be on a rip uh, phase right now. Normally I'm like always defending course, people, but today I, uh, Dean is is giving. He says, "Can we get a non-Philly football guy break out of the Bruno Rolodex?" John's not just a John's local guy. John's not just local. He is national, dude. Dean, pay attention. Just, I already ripped
3: him. I wrote to him and ripped he, him.
4: He's like, he's like as local as Tony is local. Damn right. Tony's from Philly, but he's a national radio host. All
3: these guys on national radio are all New York guys, and exactly. they always talk about New York sports and where they're national. I don't always talk about Philly sports really mentioned John, rarely mention Philly John
4: McMullen is a fantastic writer, and he writes he's he covers all NFL, not just local he just happened to have for a very long time covered the Eagles. Get it right, Dean exactly okay
3: Jason Lo is outlist in Baltimore, so is he a Baltimore writer or does he write for CBS no
4: the reason why McMullen is on so often is that we love him. He was doing. And right
3: now, football is like the only right. sp- sport that has major developments occurring almost on a daily basis.
4: And he is part of an official. What would we call him? A contributor. The show? Contributor. He's an official contributor of the show.
3: Yeah, he's like appears a couple times a week. You know how you have like contributors on all these different networks. Right. They're on the payroll. Exactly
4: right. He's the official Bruno and Mays NFL expert, and I would have actually had a fantastic little graphic to put up, except my graphics on my um, Streamlabs thing is frozen. I can't change anything, so I can't even put who's calling or nothing. I hate it when Streamlabs rolls out updates without checking if they actually work, and there's nothing I can do about it. You're starting to get people that are following you, Harry. The the only Magoo is following you. They better be following me too. Hello.
3: My followers don't even follow me.
4: (laughs) I'm going for
3: (laughs) 5719. 5719.
4: Speaking of Ghost Sleeves that's being played on the serious uh, commercial break right now, uh, for anybody that is listening on Twitch, go to GhostSleeves.com. Enter the code word BRUNO if you would like to try out these fantastic things. I was just talking to Vince Papali this morning whose wife, Janet, is going in for surgery, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I need them so badly. So um, Ghost Sleeves Wha- is sending her some.
0: When's she going in? She. She can't uh, have an elective procedure yeah, right no, now. Yeah, no,
4: right now that's the problem. She's supposed to yeah. go in for surgery, but she can't, so it's on hold, and she's in pain. Yeah. So Ghost Sleeves is going to send her um, some knee sleeves for both of her knees so that mm-hmm. she is not in so much pain right now while she's waiting. And then they'll also also, they will also help her during a recovery process. Hmm. Yeah.
3: So you see who's now public enemy number one? Dr. Oz. Oh, what really? Oh, What, Why, did, he what say? did he do? I guess he went on and was talking about that some kids should go back to school. and He's, he's been appearing on Fox News, so obviously he's oh, on yeah. Fox News, so he's immediately yeah. Hitler.
6: Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
3: Ah, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Thirsty Thursday, Harry. And you know what that means. Pour something out. Is there a more a more iconic drinking sound than that to Three Stooges? We love the sound. That's what I was thinking. You, that's where you got that, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the yeah. Three Stooges yeah. when they were drinking out of a jug. Yeah. I like no, drinking no. out of a jug every once in a while, too. So I said, get Angelo Cataldi on during the 3 o'clock hour before he goes to bed. <laughs> That's a good question. I smell weed now. You smell weed? Well, the, is the window open? No, no. the window's not open. Mm. All of a sudden, I feel like I'm at a Dave Matthews show. Yeah.
4: I do not smell any.
3: No, I don't either.
0: Harry, are you smoking no, weed I, I, under the table? I don't have any on me. I don't have any in my car. Jeez. Did you
4: try some of those ones that Tony gave That the little cigar No, I have those in my bag.
3: In the big. Those are from... Kyle Turley. Right, yeah. right. That man's got good stuff. Oh, right? I know. He's yeah, not yeah. giving any Bobo stuff. No, no. <laughs> Although Harry says he's got some uh, Bobo uh, vodka right now, right? No. no. It's Black, black market. market. Oh, Black Market. Doesn't mean it's got fake. Black it just, market. It just means a he paid market. more for it. Let's do a Black Market vodka update <laughs> We are now back in Prohibition here yeah. in the state of Pennsylvania. Let's go to a man who was ready to break open the beer like they did in Prohibition. Remember when they hit, they broke all the kegs yeah. open and all the beer came out when cops would break into a speakeasy right. and then pour all the beer into the gutters
0: and in the drains i'm waiting on our shipment from california okay but i'm it's a lot of vodka? vodka and wine so you ordered the vodka from because yeah. tito's is made in austin it, it is but th- there's a company out there that i don't know what it's called and i'm you know but they they have access they, they'll sell you tito's leaders oh, okay so you got that and red wine some pinot noir and it's supposed to come tomorrow or saturday so I need something between now and then. So I got a bar, a local bar, to sell me a bottle.
3: Oh. No way. Yes. But the bar is closed. Yes, they are. Shh. And they will remain closed. Yes. And they, I will, and they not will not tell you named. who it is. Now, but you can go on the Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board website and, and, yeah, and stay then wait, online. The, wait yeah. for six months. Wait, for, you know, yeah. wait till maybe
0: get in line for maybe early yeah. May uh, delivery. of, of No, yeah. when the second wave of COVID-19 <laughs> comes is when you'll get that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. When Governor
3: Wolf decides to shut the state down again. And again, it's not my style to rip the government, but it is because I've been ripping the government since I first got on radio. (laughs) And again, that's not the people. You know, people want jobs. They have jobs. But the problem with government is it's ineffective. Mm -hmm. Right. It doesn't It's inefficient and it's not effective at all. Try to go online to get unemployment. Try to call a, a city hall and find out about licenses or anything else. They put you on hold, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter whether it's your town, whether it's your state, whether it's the federal government. Yeah. It doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. You probably have to leave a voicemail for them to call you back. I did a story last week that all these thousands and thousands of people were trying to go online to buy alcohol from the liquor control board. Right. And then how many of, of like I – I don't forget what, the, I forget what the number was. Like 1,000 people got through. Right. Out of like 10,000 uh, yeah 20,000. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even 1,000. It was like 900 and something people waited all day just to try to get through to mm-hmm. place an order so that they could have it delivered or picked up. I don't right. think you could pick it up. They deliver No, they it. deliver it. They deliver so You it. can't even go pick it up. Right. No, I don't want to run for office. I don't want to be a – I despise politics, and I despise politicians. I could never be a politician because – I could not be on the take. I'm too, I tell the truth too much. Exactly. I would not have, because you have to be, somebody's got to support you. People have to pay for mm-hmm. your campaigns. Right. they got to grease you. So then you owe them. Exactly. Right. And so when you have all these people paying you money to run for office and you get in, you're always indebted to them. Quid pro quo. Exactly right. That's why I despise politics. Unfortunately, it's the world we live in. Now, you can go to Jersey, though, and, or that they shut down there, too. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you can no, still. No, you can buy, buy yeah, it you can get it over because there. Because they don't have a state-run system. See, Pennsylvania right. is run by the state. Yeah. And it's always been run by the state. Now, they've relaxed the rules, you know, because you used to have to go in and go up to a counter, and somebody had to go in the back and bring the bottle out. Then they made it like a little really? supermarket. Really? Oh, yeah, back in the day. You'd go and say, I want a bottle of rock and rye. And then <laughs> the guy would go back. They had the stainless steel counter. Uh-huh. And then they would go open the door and go in the back room, and then they'd go get the bottle and bring it up on the front. T- that's no it. Kidding. You had no way to see what was in stock. Well, you ask for something, they go back and bring it to you. Wow. So I even, have breaking that's news. Old we have breaking booze news? <laughs> yes, we
4: do. Breaking booze news. This is going to be a major problem, Tony Bruno, especially in the uh, Mays household.
3: What's happening now?
4: The World Health Organization is yeah, recommending restricting drinking alcohol because it can make the coronavirus worse. That's BS.
3: It's total BS. <laughs> I think the World Health Organization, you know yeah. what they did today? Which just shows you how desperate they are, and I'm glad. That we're not going to give them any more money until they can prove it. They just want to hoard
4: company. all the alcohol
2: for yeah. themselves. They
3: actually have the number one, you know how they have the promoted tweets at the top of the page every mm-hmm, day? Because mm-hmm. somebody pays Twitter. Sure. That's what it means. Somebody pays Twitter to promote their tweet. Guess who has promoted the number one trending hashtag today? Um, the World Health Organization has promoted the healthy at home mm-hmm. hashtag. Health starts at home. The World Health Organization, whose job it is, judge number one, is to see that these pandemics, before they hit us, right. after they hit us, everybody can figure it out. Their job is to find out and scan the globe to find out where these new viruses and pandemics are coming from. Mm-hmm. They blew it. They did. They dropped the ball, and now we shouldn't have to give them more. China gives them like $60 million. We give them like $350 million. For what? And they spend like $200 million a year on travel expenses. I know. You know how much booze it, it, we could buy with that? I know. It's, it's <laughs> almost like they're like the Olympic
0: Committee. Yes, exactly. exactly. Or like or the, the, FIFA. Uh, the FIFA, FIFA for every four years for the World Cup. Your abs- I said this yeah. to
3: Robin last night. I said the who the World Health Organization is the exact same thing as FI- FIBA, mm-hmm. FIFA, the corrupt soccer organization, and the International Olympic Committee. The IOC. All yeah, run right. by communist dictators who are looking for the best deal. you right. got to buy them. you got to pay them off. And they're all dirty, corrupt bastards. That's who they are. Now, in the WHO, they don't even want to come back because they don't want to be associated with the World Health Organization. Right. That's how corrupt well, they are. Well, there's are. only two of
0: them left, too. I, know. I mean, it's, it's the two, you know. And I blame the
3: other WHO for the demise of the rest of the WHO members. What, the Guess Who? No, not the Canadians. Don't no, no, worry no, about the guess who. Although they had, you know, There's good. She's come undone is one of my favorite <laughs> tunes. <laughs> Harry. T- you go share back? the land, Tony. Maybe, maybe I'll be there to take your hand. Maybe I'll be there to share the land. These eyes. Oh, that's great. Guess who? Knowledge, Harry. <laughs> You're not getting this on any no, other show right no. now. By the way, one last thing before we take a break. We have uh, open lines too. If you want to jump on in here, two one five four six two Tony, 215-462-8669. four six two eight six six nine. I'm not listening to anything those suckers say. No, because they're in bed with China, Harry. And I don't have anything against the Chinese people, but their government's corrupt. If and the they're racist. who
0: tells me not to drink, I'm going to drink more.
3: Exactly right. That's the way to do it. That's the way to be a rebel, Harry. Mm-hmm. That's the way to stand up for your rights, not just a party. You have to fight for that right. National Horny
0: Day is actually out trending the, the healthy at home on, it my, should be. on my screen.
3: It should be. It's, Everybody it's knows a- you're healthy at home. Right. Yeah, not because yeah. I kept it going. Right. I kept. I want everybody to hashtag National Horny Day. <laughs> Screw the World <laughs> Health Organization. They don't do anything for your health. You know what's good for your health? Sex. Clean, sanitary, quality. Orga- well, orgasms.
4: Well, can, no, quality it can,
3: sex. It
0: can orgasms. be Orgasms.
4: It can be anyhow. I
3: don't need it to be clean, Tony.
0: <laughs> Just have yeah, an yeah, orgasm. You better
3: make sure you wash your hands. Well, or,
0: yeah. I mean, even at home.
3: Before Come and on. after. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And during sometimes. You may have to get up and you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
4: But, Tony, we have to d- specify, just having an orgasm it, oh. it boosts she your mood. She loves movement. to
3: say that word, I
0: think. No,
4: but I'm telling you, like, it, you, you actually have to yeah, complete yeah. something. Complete the deal. Because that's how it rises, <laughs> raises your serotonin levels. Science. We're talking science here, Harry.
3: we have to play Thomas Dolby now? One of the greatest <laughs> I'd songs I'd rather ever play ever. the Guess Who. Yeah, I Guess Who's too, too low-tempo. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, we, need some, we need some up-tempo tunes <laughs> on this show today. By the way, I got to take a cheap shot at the uh, at the Philadelphia at the actually not just Philadelphia franchise owners in sports, and you know a lot of them are putting up money to help with the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. But you know who are not taking care of Harry? Thousands of Aramark food and beverage workers are falling through the cracks. These are the people oh, yeah. who would... work at the facilities. At, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, the Chicago Bulls, the Boston Red Sox, mm-hmm. the New York Yankees, the Mets, the Giants, all of them have secured financial support from the government, while workers have to fend for themselves. So while these sports teams and all these big companies are getting greased with money from the government, now small businesses need the help. Yeah. The big companies. Well, the small business guys are getting screwed. Exactly. They're the ones getting screwed. And the employees who work at these franchises, the hourly workers... At the stadiums. So we were talking yeah. about this yesterday. But it's
4: not all teams, right? It's Some of the teams are actually taking care of all those people. Yes,
3: yeah, some of them some are. Some. Yeah. But others aren't. And uh, you got this uh, release from the UniteHerePhilly.org. Unite and they're just local, but they're talking about all of these different sports franchises who are screwing their employees. Mm.
4: And the employees are what make games happen.
3: Well, the athletes do first, but, but the employees are giving you, serving yeah. you your beer. They're the ones working their asses, going up and down steps, right. dealing with losers who want you to pass that beer 15 rows down when Harry's ordering <laughs> another Bud Light Lime. Those are the people I that are get the my
4: bathrooms. Own.
3: Exactly, making sure that the people aren't peeing in the sinks like we oh, used to. Oh, God. Those were the good old days, Harry. <laughs> Veteran Stadium, not enough urinals, urinals oh. you pee in the sink. You got to do what you got to do. Coming up in the next hour... <laughs> more football, more basketball too, and a whole bunch more of your calls. Stick around.
4: <laughs> hey Tony, oh, I have God. I know that you had that Landa Lakes. Yeah, but I have a better Florida update. Uh, no, this is a down under update. Robin, Landa Lakes,
3: that's a big deal. I'm not gonna buy their butter anymore. I'm going cowlers We've still got Denahee too. That's right, Brian Danahe. Yeah.
4: Okay, well, this is, this is the, it's, it's actually, so.
3: I saw that. It's I a guy, it's an Australian guy, and all he does is flip the bird, and they, they, they blur well, he it re- out.
4: he refused to allow. I know he
3: did. He refused to allow a guy who hoarded a bunch of toilet yes. paper. And, and, but, it's, but it's not a good okay. story unless you can see the guy flipping the people off.
4: Can't people imagine what it looks like?
3: No, you want to see somebody flip off somebody.
4: <laughs> okay, well, I can oblige. I can, I can help somebody uh, see it, Tony Bruno. Um. So you want me to do The Land of Lakes?
3: Yes, Robin. All right. That's a much bigger story. All
4: right. And somebody actually already, I guess, knows that we're doing the story because... Well, because I retweet a lot okay. of that stuff. And he or she is saying that they are an American Indian and they are not uh, insulted.
3: Why did you respond to me as uh, the guy who wanted to know about Sally Wigan? Somebody did.
4: Hmm? Yeah. You did. Yeah.
3: Okay. That's a little. But it sounds the way you, tw- you worded that. Oh, okay. Now what?
4: It's <laughs> only the truth.
3: But I don't. I don't speak that way, Robin. Oh, you don't. No. I will mention that eventually. <laughs> now, Joey Bag of Donuts checks in and he says, Tony Bruno, is it true that you know Sally Wiggin? And then Robin responds as me because she doesn't think I respond to my tweets, which I do 99.999% of the time. She writes, absolutely, exclamation point. I put her on the air, exclamation point. Oh. Doesn't that sound like, yeah. like you're a Does dick? Sa- <laughs> 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 I, didn't
4: I didn't take I didn't put it her on the air. You did down in, in
3: Birmingham. Yeah, she was Birmingham. working in a smaller market. Exactly. But that doesn't mean she wouldn't have had a successful career.
4: Well, true. But you're the first person who put her on the air. That's true. It's truth.
3: I helped her get out of a small market and work in a bigger market, where then she got discovered and moved to Pittsburgh and became but she'd a never Hall of been Fame on, broadcaster. I
4: know, but she'd never been on the air before. Right. Welcome back to The Tony
6: Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211.
3: You gotta get Sally Wigan on from Pittsburgh. You're gonna get a lot of buzz. Sally, now retired, Hall of Fame broadcaster in the city of Pittsburgh. One of the most decorated, respected journalists, news anchors. People are asking me if I know her. Haven't you learned by now that I know everybody? You know everybody. Almost everybody, Here. Did we get the, no, there was another, because I always get Google alerts. Harry Mays, Tony Bruno, Miss Robin, as we're in happy hour on National Horny Day, I get Google uh, notifications whenever somebody by the name of Tony Bruno is mentioned in a story anywhere. And so a lot of times people think it's me, but a lot of the times it's not. Right. And there's a lot of Tony Brunos out there. It's a pretty common name. But little did you know that there are a lot of really high-ranking Tony Bruno people out there. Okay. Like one guy at NASA is named Tony Bruno, a rocket scientist. Who would have thunk that somebody in the with the Bruno name, the Tony Bruno name?
4: Tony, no. That Tony Bruno is part of the new um, space, space Force.
3: force. Well, where do you think the Space Force goes, Robin? Is it
4: part of NASA? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I would think
3: so. I thought what do it was you a think separate space, division. You think it's underwater space? I mean. You think it's my space coming back? Unless it's like
0: SpaceX or something. No, that's, that, you know, that's, that's
3: is, uh, what's his name? The Tesla dude? Yeah, Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. I still have a jar of that from back in the day. Oh yeah, you remember the Musk Musk Good, those were good. The Elon Musk's. But anyway, I digress. We got to get Sally on the show too. You met Sally Wigan. I was actually up there to uh, introduce her when she was uh, uh, put into the Pennsylvania News Hall of Fame, along with Yuki Washington. Oh yeah, in that same class. So she's not sports. She's no, no business Pennsylvania sports, not sports Hall of Fame. The Pennsylvania Broadcasters Hall of Fame, and I'm not even in there. Well, that's an outrage. Well, you know, I got to have people uh, beating the drum for me here. You don't nominate yourself. That's a little. Well, that's bougie. true. Yeah. That's bougie. You know what I'm saying?
0: Now, we had another uh, passing of a famous person. Yes.
3: And when people will see this, what they put in the. We'll get to the other Tony Bruno update in a minute. Like the Bra- headline Brian Dennehy. And what they say, Brian Dennehy, known for Tommy Boy <laughs> and First Blood. Has passed away at the age of 81. Now, he was in those movies. Yeah, he was. And most of the younger generation will know him from Tommy Boy because it's on all the time and it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And obviously, First Blood, the first Stallone movie. Then he came back and made another one that bombed a couple of months ago. Remember he rebooted that, Rambo? Didn't he do a remake yeah. of Rambo Stallone? It's it called
5: Last Blood? Like yeah, Last t- Blood. T- that t- that the first? Yeah, yeah First Blood, Blood, Last
3: Blood. First Blood was good. I yeah, liked that was it. a good yeah, movie. I liked it. But then he came back like thirty years later and tried to reboot it. And listen, he can do whatever he wants. He was on Cocoon too. You're yeah, oh, right. That's Which right. was a pretty successful yes. movie. He was yeah. no, I this love guy that. was an unbelievable actor, not just for T V shows. He's with a ton, most notably Broadway. This mm-hmm. guy won Tony Awards mm-hmm. for unbelievable performances. He had Emmy nominations for television appearances. And obviously a lot of movies. You may remember him from the uh, the the other movie called uh called FX. Mm-hmm. Remember that movie? And there was a sequel to it. That was in the 80s. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, a, it was a movie about special effects... But it was really well done. And the other guy in it was an Australian guy who was in cocktail. Brian work. Brown.
0: Yeah. Brian yeah. Brown. I don't Locked know what to... ever happened to him. He was him. married to Rachel Ward. This is phenomenal. I, mean, I, thought, I thought she was so hot. She was smoking. Still is. She's still around? Yeah, now, There still are with.
4: still three. In, on IMDb, there are still three movies that he is getting credit for that are in post-production that are still scheduled to oh, come okay. out. So yeah, he be, was in
3: so yeah. many things. You know he played football. Yes, he did. At Columbia. That is great Ivy League knowledge. Yeah. I
4: mean, the list, he was constantly working.
3: He was yep. Bob
0: Knight Every in year. a season
3: on the brink. Yep, he also yep. played uh, the, the serial killer in an award winning. John Wayne winning. Gates. John Wayne Gacy. Gacy, yeah. Gacy that's yeah. right. Exactly. No, one of the great actors. I mean, I'm
4: scrolling through, it's on the screen right now for those of you on Twitch, but I mean, it just keeps going on and on. Every year, he was in so many different things, he never stopped.
3: 81 years of age, Brian Dennehy passed away at the age of 81, and it was not COVID-19 related, they're saying. Uh, he had been uh, undergoing uh, treatment for – I didn't see what the actual cause of death. But they did specify that it was not hmm. COVID-19 because nowadays they're well, like using everything. Now. Yeah. yeah, because now everybody dies. Oh, must have been COVID-19. Yeah. Oh, he got hit by a bus the other day. Had to be COVID-19 that killed him. <laughs> Guy got shot 72 times on a SEPTA bus. COVID-19 was actually the cause of death there, Harry. And so I'm not making fun of the disease, but it seems like in, they're cooking the books in some states when it comes to identifying deaths now to try to ramp up the death toll numbers. for what, I guess they get more money from the government if you have all of these deaths, and then the Medicare and Medicaid and all these other government agencies have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But anyway.
4: Rest in peace, Brian Denny.
3: Exactly right. Big barrel chested guy. Yeah, he's too. a big dude. That
0: that that season on the brink, he was good in that as Bob Knight. He actually pulled it off.
3: No, he did everything yeah. this guy did was good. Mm-hmm. Every when Broadway, I mean the Broadway stuff alone is mind boggling. So rest in peace, Brian Denny. Losing another legend in the uh, the Tommy Boy? I mean Mike C was a younger guy. He Joe knew C. Tommy Boy. And that's why they put Tommy Boy in the headlines. <laughs> Tommy Boy was not his best work. It's <laughs> it was a funny movie. It was a great though. movie. And he was funny <laughs> in it. Now is Brian Brown
4: still alive, Robin? I am looking. He is alive. Yeah. He is 72 years old.
0: Yeah, I think he he and Rachel have like ten kids or something Dude. in Australia. No,
3: they have three
4: kids. Three children. children. Oh, three. It only really
3: seems like ten. Oh. Down
0: they were under.
4: married in nineteen eighty three.
3: He was great in cocktail. Yeah, he was. He hasn't done anything recently, though.
4: Let
6: has me check.
2: He?
3: Yeah, check it know. out, Robin. In the meantime, coming up uh, this hour, the great Chris Landry, NFL Super Scout. We mentioned uh, the WWE death earlier of Howard Finkel, the greatest ring announcer in wrestling history, and uh, some of the other sports openings, if you're joining us and weren't with us earlier. Uh, But the other big story, today was the day that high school superstar athletes were supposed to make their decisions on commitment to college programs. Oh, yeah? And the number one ranked guy in the country According to most, this is a kid that's already played on the world stage, Jalen Green, from out there in Merced, California, up in the Bay Area. He was talking about Memphis. Auburn was trying to get him to go there. But now because of the whole situation with the coronavirus and the fact that you have to go to at least one year, you don't have to go to college for one year, but you have to be one year pro or at least one year of basketball Outside of high school, right, right. before you can go to the NBA, he made the decision. He's not going to college. He played on the under 17, the under 19 FIBA teams worldwide. Mm-hmm. So this kid's a stud. Yeah, he's a stud. No doubt about it. And he wants to go to the NBA. So rather than, and a lot of players have done this over the years, they won't go to college. They'll go overseas and play a year, and then they therefore meet the, uh, the, the, the threshold of having played for, for sports for one year and make some money. And make some money. Yeah. And this kid's going to make some money. Oh, he's going to make some money. So he's going to yeah. go into the, uh, the, the G League. He probably would have made
0: some money just by going to a, one of those colleges. Well, yeah, too, I mean, you know what I'm saying?
3: The, the G League probably outbid him over, the, uh, over Auburn. I don't know. Uh, you know, Bruce Pearl, you think he came <laughs> up? Maybe a couple of nice orange jackets.
0: Yeah. They got some boosters down
3: there. That you know what he's getting paid to checks. go to the G League? <laughs> a half a million dollars to go to the G League. Is that right? I think that's the, the, entire, the entire G League doesn't make a half a Man. million dollars. So good for him. He has choices, and that's what he's going to do. Five-star player, Harry. Not four-star. No. Not three. Not two. (laughs) I've never seen him play. I haven't either, but there's all kinds of video of him. And, you know, Kobe Bryant, when he played overseas when he was in high school, obviously, you know, he was a star. Mm -hmm. Everybody saw him locally, and he grew up in Italy because his dad, Joe Bryant, who was a Sixer player as well, he played in Europe and Kobe played a lot of European basketball mm-hmm. which is why his fundamentals were so good when he came and this is way back now all the european players who come here have many oh, more fundamental skill. skills more fundamental skills than a lot of these nba hot shot kids I know. you know who go one year and leave and so that's why Kobe Bryant was well and you know you would think that kids that play in our college system and kids who play in our high school systems would be better Suited to play in the and they still are. There's still yeah, great, are. great, great players here. But my point is, the European players and those leagues that were neglected for many, many years are now producing unbelievable amounts of talent every single year. You look yeah. at the top ten, top fifteen, top twenty guys in the NBA. Almost half of them now are European players. Well, yeah, They're not a, just European, worldwide. Yeah, it's players. not just Europe either, right. right? But
0: and and you know who you got to credit for that. David John Demopoulos, David Stern. Oh, I
3: thought our buddy, uh oh, yeah. Ball John, no. <laughs> one of our great listeners. He keeps track of everybody. Yes, he does. Yeah. So that, that's, that's the amazing thing about these kids. This kid playing overseas. But we have another outrage, Harry. You know, we thought the PC world was finally starting to settle down. Really? You thought. <laughs> and they're saying that this is not, has, has nothing to do with political correctness. Mm. We have another legendary brand going bye-bye. The brand name isn't what the advertising is and it's it's butter not parquet it's butter let's go to your butter desk and a woman who uses a lot of butter and makes a lot of ghee at home using butter to make ghee your correspondent miss robin
4: Dateline, North Dakota. North Dakota. North Dakota. Eh? North Dakota. And uh, Land O'Lakes butter, Tony Bruno. That's Love my Land
3: O'Lakes. There's a Land O'Lakes, Florida, yeah. too, as you know, Harry. Not far from my mom's and place. And that's not where Land O'Lakes no. butter comes from. No.
4: It is my go to butter. I like Land O'Lakes. Yeah.
3: I get what's on sale now. I'm buying the Stewart brand. If it's $3.59, so I'm not buying Land O'Lakes now, anymore. Now,
4: Tony, I'm going to read this story as written and talk about it, but I think I have an angle here that it, it's it's not really what's what you, what the way the story makes it sound. Okay,
2: go because ahead. Because
4: I'll tell you why. So, uh, Land O'Lakes president and CEO Beth Ford. Um, came out that looking towards our 100th anniversary, which is happening in 2021, they recognized that they needed to have packaging that reflected the foundation and heart of our company culture. And nothing does that better than our farmer owners whose milk is used to produce Land O'Lakes dairy products because it's a farmer-owned co-op. So with all the farmers and everybody hurting right now, I understand that they're trying to revamp things. For one hundred years, but it, does do, look, but it does look suspicious. It does look suspicious, but here's why it looks suspicious. Why, Robin? Because a uh, the a North Dakota state representative, Ruth Buffalo.
3: Ruth Buffalo from North Dakota. I remember her. She used to fight out of. Uh, she was the North Dakota bomber. <laughs> no.
4: She came out. Now she's
0: Native American, right?
4: She is Native American, yeah. and she she's uh, part of the. Uh, Native, yeah, she's she's noted that many Native people, she says, have found the image that is of the the American Indian woman mm-hmm. on their knees with a butter holding in her hands, mm-hmm. is racist, and that it goes hand in hand with human and sex trafficking of our women and girls by depicting Native women as sex objects.
3: And so now, Land eggs butter is going to take the they're going to go. But it with-
4: could be totally unrelated because. This representative, Ruth Buffalo, is taking credit for their change, but they were already starting to make this, these changes before Ruth Buffalo so made to, a what comment are they going to about it. Yeah, what, what
3: are they going to replace it with?
4: So they're going to start depicting more farmers and local, you know, the hardworking people that go into making their product.
3: I get it. No, no doubt and about it. And this was in the works What for about a all while? these guys who churn their own butter at home? I mean, don't they ever get any resp- respect?
4: But see, here's the thing. They were already starting to make these changes. And then, Representative Ruth Buffalo, she, like, stepped in and is taking credit as if her complaining about it yeah. is what's making the difference. Right. Well, whatever. she wants to take credit for it. Right.
3: Give her credit. I prefer cash. I'm money. still buying.
4: So, I'm still buying Land O'Lakes. Lakes. doesn't matter. They have I, great products.
3: I buy what's on sale. I, I eat whatever the Lima buys. I look, I'm look. i a smart we know, shopper. You don't go to grocery no, stores. I'm a, bar, I'm a smart shopper. Whatever's on sale, even if it's the store brand, which they buy from the same companies that make the actual brand brand, I'm buying it. Right. They just, Yeah, it's called the the generic, right? Exactly right.
0: But I like this almond butter now. I got turned on to that. It's great.
4: Let me give you a little hint. It's not butter.
3: Because you can't milk an almond. But we can milk the NFL draft, and we're going to continue that. Let's see what Chris Landry churns up in his mock draft. He's going to join us next. Butter. I can't believe it's not butter, Harry. It's Tony it, Harry on a Thirsty Thursday. Stick around.
4: Are you drinking your water, Tony Bruno? Yes,
3: I am. Yes, I am.
4: So, Riddle, our problem, our problem child for the last several months because of all the illnesses he's had. He was diagnosed with hyperthyroidism and he is now on his first day of meds. Oh my god. So let's see if he calms down.
3: Well he's definitely calmed down. He's yeah, chilling he's like chilling a villain.
4: He's chilling right now. And unless he gets an injection that's like a radio what uh, radiation injection kind of thing he will have to take these meds for the rest of his life. Ugh, pets, man. Jack this? in the back, Ruth Buffalo, Ooh. not to be confused with Ruth Bison.
3: Did you see this idiot with this gender reveal? Oh. With the baseball bat oh. on the deck? Yeah. And his oh. wife standing next to him? Does he hit, Did he her? hit her? Yes, he goes yeah. all the way through. So he hits the ball, it breaks, it's blue. She's standing right next to him, and he hits her right, right in the head, head oh. with the hammer on Good. the follow through. Clarky
4: Bob Riddle is on Synthroid, like my mom. <laughs> Probably, I don't know what it's called. It's like it starts with an M. Um, S Mansfield seventy nine. We are holding down the fort in Middleton, Delaware.
3: Middletown, Robin.
4: Oh, Middletown.
3: There's yeah, because that's where Chris lives.
4: He lives in Middletown. I thought he lived in. No, he, li- he lives farther south. Yeah. Than that. We drive through Middletown. <clears throat> I love it when people give us bits. Rebel
3: Man's been a good, uh, a good uh, yes. contributor.
4: Right now, D. Conrad in Vegas is in the top position with 461 bits. I'm trying to see if that one changes daily, or if it changes. I have to figure that out.
3: I think it's a tote board. It's a running tote yes, board.
4: Yes, it's a running tote board, but it should be by the month. And what we are going to do is um, at the end of the month, whoever whoever that. has the most, we should, we should give them something special. Now that we have product.
3: Chris used to live in Bear, and then I always, I always mess up the town he lives in.
4: George, is it Georgetown?
3: Doesn't AJ live in Georgetown, Maryland?
4: No. He lives in...
3: Yeah, Chris lives in Georgetown, Delaware. Okay. He lives in Georgetown, Delaware. <laughs>
4: um.
0: A nice golf course down in Middletown. In Middletown, Delaware?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Back Creek.
3: I usually play at Schitt's Creek
2: down so, the lake here, Oh, quick
4: update Lips. on uh, Brian Brown... He is doing stuff, but it's all in Australia. Oh. He's in a TV series called Bloom. He was in another TV miniseries well, called... that's How where Wages. Netflix
3: picks up all those Australian series. What was this, Flanagan?
0: Wasn't, wasn't his character Flanagan in, in Cocktail? In Cocktail? It was at Flanagan's Law.
4: Oh, he that was... was Stand by, Let's see. How far... How long ago? That was like in the 80s, right? Yeah.
3: Mid '80s. So.
0: Yeah, Coglin, law. Not no, Wait, Brian, Flan- Brian Flanagan. was Tom Cruise's character. Right. Coglin's law was what he always okay. used to say. Brian Brown was Coglin. So you know. Okay.
6: <laughs> Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM Two Eleven.
3: Yes, indeed. Thursday, Tony and Harry. A lot of football talk. We talked to Tim Cates earlier about the NBA and the optimism optimism is growing around. That was good to hear. And we mentioned the Santa Cruz area, Santa Cruz, California. The pier, the parks, the beaches, they've been reopened now. And so we are seeing some places. And I'm not one of these everything's got to open up guys. I'm just, you know, people are making decisions in their own towns. And if they want to make a decision to open up, what am I going to do? Tell them not to? Right.
4: Well, and it's it's going to be different for every single area. Exactly. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's a lot of states out there that don't have a lot of cases. Right.
4: And I, it's not that so. they don't care if it increases, but they, they don't have as many people living there. They And the people that... Are There oftentimes are blue-collar workers that really need to be able to get back to work.
3: Exactly. We were talking about them here, about these workers at the, at the sports arenas, mm-hmm. the indoor arenas, the outdoor arenas, the parking attendants, the people who serve the food, the people who make the food. And so while there's you know, stimulus going out and people are getting their checks, not everybody's being taken care of, and especially the restaurants. So that's, that's the bottom line here. It's so, that's why these, these panels are put together of sports league leadership and agriculture leaders, they're all looking at their businesses. Right. To suggest that one person is going to know what the hell to do with an entire country when there are people who run one building and don't know what's going on on different floors, but somebody in Washington is supposed to know what's going on in every city, in every state, in every hospital yeah, in, in, in the every country. type of business and discipline and know how to bring it back. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I get I get the partisan hackery. By the way, we have a Joel Embiid update now. No. Right? Yes. Is it positive or negative? I don't know. He's not playing basketball. Is he in today. shape? I can't tell because he's doing a, a – he just went on and did a, a – it's a, not a Zoom. Oh, John it, Clark has
0: this. Huh? John Clark
3: yeah. – so Joel Embiid is now offering a chance to warm up with him and take some shots and rebounds, court side seats, and get his jersey from the game as part of this all-in-one challenge that we've been talking oh, about. Okay, many athletes are doing it to raise money. Yeah. Yes, and so he's done it. Nice. Should we, should we play it? Because uh, I always love listening. I love. I love hearing him talk. Yeah, I love hearing him talk. Robin, can, can we bring? Can you bring that up? Are you on with? Uh, are you on the phone with Chris Landry? Okay, we're trying. It's efforting
0: the guest. Yeah,
3: but we'll play the Joel Embiid. And you can't see it. He, he shoots it, like, from here, you mm. know, like a lot of women do right? when they're on, like, different uh, sites, and you see their faces. And yeah, you know, he's, like, neck up, basically, neck up. yeah. Now, I doubt he's, some people say, oh, he's probably 300, three bills now. Oh, so they're, they're already like, saying that oh, that's yeah. why he's
0: not showing his <laughs> of, full, of, of
3: No, He didn't go full frontal, Tony. No, he didn't. That's Samantha Bee, and I right. really don't want to see her full frontal or even hear her in any frontal uh, whatever way you look at her, but that's, that's my choice. Uh, so people are already saying, my guess is Joel goes about three bills now and his cholesterol <laughs> level is through the roof. Oh, my God. See what happens when you tell people that you eat cheeseburgers and junk food? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, which yeah. is not junk food. No, but he, he was outed by his former teammate. You know, I used to go to the Chick-fil-A down on the river here in Philly, which all the players did. You know who was in there every day? Because I knew the manager who was running it. The Sixer draft pick that everybody realized was not the good pick. The number one pick. He was in Chick-fil-A every single day. Markel Fultz? Yes. Really? Markel Fultz was in Chick-fil-A every single day. You know, because these guys come to a new town. Mm-hmm. They live in an apartment. And then they go out, you know, they're not cooking for themselves. They're young guys. Yeah. And so they go to Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A sandwiches. And some people go there every day it for dinner.
0: It was Landry Shamit was quoted in, in some article somewhere and outed Joel Embiid as to what he eats when they go on these, you know, plane trips. He would have, like, four milkshakes, you know, and a couple of chicken sandwiches.
3: It now, you're ridiculous. saying, well, younger guys can do that because they're active yeah, and they're Yeah, they're burning. Around. Their metabolism is exactly. already you know, off the charts. I mean, there are world-class athletes that yeah. eat, you know, 5,000 calories. Four milkshakes they go, is excessive. How many calories is that? That's yeah. a lot. It is a lot. And I'm not going to knock him. But I want to play this Joel and B thing, but Robin's going to have to play it from the other yeah. uh, from the other computer, though. Robin, can you do that for me now? No, she's still. Why uh, not? Efforting. I know you're trying to, but we have other people calling, and I just want to play this Joel and B thing. You can, you can turn up his- can, yeah, I have to put it in. I don't ha- I have it in my. Uh, I have to change it. Pardon me, ladies and gentlemen, while we make some technical adjustments here, live. You just, you don't try this yourself at home. If you're doing a podcast from home mm-hmm. and you think this is easy, there's a lot of really, really important technical data that you must know before you can pull off a move as the one you are witnessing right now. Now I have it. Uh, this is Joel Embiid with the all-in-one challenge. Again, you only see him from here up, but you don't have to see him. You have to hear Joel because that's all that matters. Take it away, Mr. Process.
1: What's up, guys? Um, I saw the all-in challenge and I accepted it. I'm all-in, you know, being where I'm from, which is in, you know, Cameroon, Africa, you know, I saw a lot of struggle, uh, and uh, it's only right for me to, you know, uh, being able to help, uh, you know, people. And what I'm offering is, you know, I'm gonna fly one of you guys and uh, another person of your choice uh, to Philadelphia, uh, get you set up nicely uh, in the five-star hotel. And then you're gonna get the opportunity to, you know, come watch practice. And on game day, um, you know, you're gonna have two cold cool-sized seats. And right before the game, as a warm up, uh, we gonna be able to, you know, warm up, rebound, shoot the ball, you know, play a little bit. Um, and after that, you sit nicely, um, you know, and just watch the game. As soon as the game is over and um, you're going to get the opportunity to get my game one jersey, and, uh, and I'm going to make sure, you know, I put a, a legendary performance, you know, at <laughs> least. I don't know. Of course. I'm going to figure it out just uh, for you guys' presence at the game. Um, and then... The next game, uh, you're going to get an op- another opportunity to come to the game, sit close side, enjoy the game. Wow. And uh, But like I said, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm known to be funny. Uh, so you're going to sit outside of me just being around me. Uh, and uh, I'm excited. We're going to enjoy the time. Uh, but uh, thank you, guys. Um, I hope... Uh, you know, everybody stays safe, and we'll all, we all enjoy it.
3: There he is, ladies and gentlemen. It's interesting, though. What happens if you're from Philly? So he says going to fly you in, put mm-hmm. you in a five. St- now, will he fly you in, like, from uh, Atlantic City Airport if you lived out in that area? Uh, or maybe he- the Allentown, Bethlehem? Uh,
4: or how about East a thin- helicopter?
3: Yeah, if you live in yeah. Philly. So basically, if you're a Philly 76er fan, I guess you can well, enter this. I guess it's all about bidding, right? You bid on it.
0: Yeah, and you know maybe uh, maybe Ruben, uh, Michael Ruben goes and gets the the guy locally in his helicopter.
3: Yeah, no. You know? Listen, I'm not knocking your all and beat. I mean it's great. The, yeah. the guys already put up like a half a million dollars. I to would help like. People. I would
0: love to sit courtside at an NBA game. You've I've never done. I've never done, I've never done that. No. Really, Harry? I did it at a college
3: game, but not at an NBA. Oh, game. Oh, I hate to do it yeah. to you, man. I got to give you one of these. I know. No. You know when I sat courtside when the Golden State Warriors. PR guy, got me tickets courtside in Philadelphia. Right. My own team won't even hook me up, but I got to get the best PR guy in sports, the Golden State Warriors, to hook me up when the Warriors come to Philadelphia to play the 76ers, Harry. What does that tell you? Where's the local respect? I don't don't know. Where's the respect? That's a pretty good job out of him, though. He's the best. Yeah. And that's why, I, you know, I, I root for the Warriors not because— oh, right,
4: Yeah, I'm Raymond, Raymond Ritter. Raymond
3: is, Ritter is the best PR guy in any sport
6: league yes. anywhere on Hands the down.
4: planet. Not and just he, because he invites in us up and,
3: to do, like, Warrior Girl auditions and stuff. Not because he flew us up to San well, Francisco and put us up in
2: five-star But hotels. he does that to everybody.
4: But if anybody is in PR, study what Raymond Ritter does and mm-hmm. how he interacts with everybody and copy it. Because he's fantastic.
3: By the way, the starting bid on this Joel and Bede Ultimate All Stars experience was ten thousand. It's already up to fourteen thousand dollars. Wow. So it's going to go for two weeks, fourteen days, three hours, thirty-two minutes. You can check out the auction, and if you want to participate, this is going to go for big bucks here, Harry. Now, where where does the
0: money go specifically? Is there is it one place? It's this all-in or is it-
3: in challenge, which is basically to provide food. For people in need. So it's going to be about food for kids, elderly, and frontline heroes. Okay. So I guess all this money raised will be go- going to buy food for these people. Because there's all other kinds of charities out there. But the ones that the sports teams are doing, the all-in-one challenge, right? Uh, they've already raised from all the teams involved $7,017,462 at this hour Drake is all-in. Drake is doing one where you can fly out, party in L.A. Mm-hmm. So this is all about providing food to those in need. The all-in challenge, powered by Fanatics, which obviously That's the owner, Ma- Michael Rubin, Rubin yeah. owns that company as well. The, the, uh, the, basically, the uniforms and T-shirts for every team in pretty much every sport. Oh, in every sport, yeah. He's got, so, yeah. It's licensed gear, too. Oh,
0: absolutely. Um, is no, none of that Bobo stuff. Chris Landry blowing us off.
4: I, I can't even get a hold of him. I texted him getting a hold of him. But the last, the last thing uh, he wrote is, Can I come? On, I'm available on Thursday. Can I come around, on around Which well, I, 5 ish?
3: It's now 530 ish. And
4: then he says, You can reach me at, gave him a cell phone, and be sure to tell Tony hello from me. I'm so excited to come on. Then wow. so where the hell is
3: he right now? Jeez. Hope nothing happened. I know. I know. So what we're trying to get him. Uh, I mentioned all in there now. So he said one. He said one five star room, didn't he? One standard hotel room for three nights. With oh, so you get a three nights stay in a hotel nice. room. He said five star. They're not going to put you up in a dump. Well, yeah, you're not going out. sign game worn jersey with the date and method of pickup as mutually agreed upon. Hmm. Two courtside seats to two regular season games. Two games. Wow. And then uh, also mutually agreed upon date. Two first-class flights within the continental United States. Warm up and rebound with B prior to one of the games. You can watch the team practice for one of the games. And um, it's all sponsored by the All-In Challenge. That's pretty a pretty cool. good deal. Because, again, these are things you can't buy. Right. These are experiences. You must right. be yeah. present to participate, <laughs> as the great Joe Cross would say. <laughs> and so a lot of these athlete experiences and radio stations do them all the time. Yeah, you, know, you could come to the studio if you bid right. so-and-so. And so you got all these world-class athletes all involved in this, raising money to buy food for people who need it. And a lot of people need food right now, definitely. Hmm. So that's good. That's good. Now, Drake, would you go in, uh, fly out to L.A. and hang out with Drake? Well, I mean, if I'm going
0: to, you know, be bidding on something like this, I have nothing against Drake, but I would rather do something like Joel Embiid's than Drake's. How about if Justin Bieber comes to your
3: house? No, I, to sing. No, I have no interest. One in less lonely girl at your house. No. He comes and sings that live, Harry. No. 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 How about. I wouldn't pay a dollar for that.
4: Yeah. How about
3: walk on roll in a Scorsese film with DiCaprio and De Niro? Oh, that's pretty cool.
4: That I would do. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Let's see
3: what the bid is for that baby. <laughs> I may throw in 10 bucks if yeah, I can get it around 10, 10, bucks, 10, 10 you $15. Think that- dollars. I could pretend I'm the guy that's, you know, they could make, make me look younger like they did in this stupid movie that they just did. The Irishman. Yeah. yeah. They made their faces look young. It wasn't
0: stupid. It was ah, just cost.
3: really long. It's too long. So let's see what the, where's the bid right now? I want to see what this bid is. Oh, you can buy, you buy chances. So it's not bidding. So they want to get a bunch of people. For example, 10 entries is $10. Mm-hmm.
2: 25
3: entries, 25. You can get 200 entries, and that's a random drawing, so it's not a bid like Joel and B's Oh wow! You so you could get it for air. cheap. Correct. But you know there'll be people buying 000, 2000, five hundred thousand, two thousand, five thousand. But that's still you and know still, I mean, it's it, cheaper than
4: Because well. it'll even though it increases your odds to buy more tickets, somebody that just buys one
3: could yeah. Could but be the, the maximum winner. is two hundred entries per person. Okay. So all you can buy so is two hundred. All right. So they obviously need a lot of people. You know, a bunch of people. You're going to need a ton of people. To get it up to fifty, sixty, seventy, a hundred thousand dollars. What are some of the other uh, prizes or
4: what is this site on again?
3: Challenges. Is this all amazing? in challenge. No, oh. no, this is uh, this is this fanatics.com actually. Well no, that's that's the individual one. I think the main site is All In Challenge. But uh you can check all it in out
4: AllinChallenge.org.
3: Exactly. So that's okay. where you go. And you got you can see the ads all the time. You go to the website and you can see all the different experiences. A lot of them are auctions. You can go and uh be Ellen DeGeneres' co host on her show. You can be in Kevin Hart's next movie. <laughs> you can golf at Pebble Beach with Bill Murray and Justin Timberlake, Harry. That would be cool. By
4: the way, I was wrong. It was not. So it is the All In Challenge. It's on fanatics.com. That's how you access it.
3: How about this one, Harry? You like this one. Tennis, a Texas football experience. With Matthew McConaughey, yes, baby, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, because he would have product. Oh, oh, of course. You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs> I know which one I would do. Which one? Wine and dine at Villa Joe Montana, uh, in, in Napa. Yeah,
3: but I can get in. I have connections. We <laughs> don't have to do that. What is that? His, is that a restaurant
0: that he owns? No, no
4: it's his house. That's his oh, house. it's his
3: house. Okay. It's a little. Uh, it's got a little extra room. It's good room for entertaining up there. Yeah. I think it
4: even yeah. has a helicopter pad. If well, I'm going to need that. Right.
3: I'm not driving. <laughs>
4: You can golf at Pebble Beach <laughs> yeah. with Justin Timberlake and Bill he Murray. Just Did, I just that. said that, Robin. Oh,
3: Hello. my God. I got to do we it go. right now. Here we go. I got to do, go. do it right now. I'm sorry. I was sorry, so but, excited guys, about
4: the Joe is Montana thing. Cool.
9: Is maybe shit.
3: That is absolutely you wanna talk about not focusing in on every word that I say. Wow. If I was you were so one focused. of the Danettes <laughs> if you were one of the Danettes, you would have been run out of here right now. And you should be. You would I have been escorted be. out right. of the building. In your own house you would have been escorted. what, what is that uh, college
0: football experience? I see Clemson. Is that Clemson? No, that's Tennessee. Oh Tennessee. Well what is that one? So
3: Tennessee, you can get a sideline experience at Tennessee. You could do the vol walk and and lead Rocky Top. For which game? Any game or what Alabama? What do I look like here? Uh, Reggie White's
0: family? Why don't you got the damn website up? Does it say it?
3: That's pretty cool. It doesn't say. Okay. Oh, I, oh you know, So it's the Vol Navy football. Oh. Neyland Stadium. Neyland Stadium. Yeah. To go see the Navy-Tennessee game. You could even attend the post-game press conference, <laughs> Harry. Sing Rocky Top. <laughs> Wow. You can, you'll be orchestrating the band playing Rocky Top in the second quarter. See, you Climb the ladder, wave your hands in the air, run through the tee. Yeah, but wait a second. There's not going to be any fans in the stadium for these games. <laughs> then everybody will see you. Right. You'll be the only fan there, and imagine how much better that will be. Wow. So there's some interesting stuff, and it's really funny, and it's a great cause at over mm-hmm. $7 million raised so far. So I love this kind of stuff. How about this one? I want to be the – this is the one I want. I want to fly to Vegas to be the backstage crew for the Chainsmokers. Yeah, right. Those guys are awesome, man. Have you ever seen them live? No. They're phenomenal, man. Rob and I saw them at the Madden Bowl. Where was it? In San Francisco?
4: No, it was in Houston.
3: In Houston. These guys rock it, man. They're incredible. Yeah. Aren't they like DJs or something? Yeah, they DJs and they sing. But they're good, man. And you can appear on the cover of Sports Illustrated. With who? Yourself. Just you? You can actually own Sports Illustrated yeah, if I w- you give them enough money. I wouldn't want that. <laughs> anyway, go and look at it. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. Robin Thick, you can do a he'll do a love ballad just for you. And then he'll be sued because he'll rip somebody else. He'll else's- rip off the lyrics. <laughs> Not the lyrics. <laughs> or the hook. <laughs> he'll yeah. rip off the hook. And then you'll be part of the lawsuit. Yeah. And then you'll be sued for every set that you own. And then you and Robin Thick will be on Skid Row in Los Angeles in a couple of months <laughs> now, Tony, when they reopen there, the city.
4: There, is, there are two different types of things that you can do. Some of them are auctions where you actually have to bid money, and the highest bidder wins. Didn't I and just explain
0: other- that also, I think, a couple yeah, of minutes I, ago? I don't know what's going on here. Oh. I think somebody is in a
3: time warp.
4: I think, well, was that maybe while I had my headphones off because I was trying to get on? No, it was off.
3: while you were looking okay. right at me. And I was t- telling everybody that there are auctions, and uh, and then the All chances, righty. the chances ones I explained. You buy two hundred chances for hundred bucks, and then right. the other one, the Joel Embiid one, is an actual office. You know what I'm saying? Goodness gracious! I know. Meanwhile, let's get it back to the other stuff here, Harry. So, Michael Jordan's thing is coming out next week, right? Everybody's anticipating this. What the thing on ESPN? Yes, it's yeah. called, of course. What the hell is this thing called? The Last Dance. Not by Donna Summer. I wonder if they use Donna Summer as the last dance. Because it is a 30. It's not a 30 for 30. It is a 10-part series. Wow. And they spent all this time, all game footage, Michael Jordan mic'd up. Right. And so it'll be on next week. Ten, starts next week. And it focuses on the 97-98 Bulls team.
0: Yeah, now this was supposed to come out later in the summer. But now since everybody's doing nothing... Because exactly. of COVID nineteen shutdown, they've moved it up, which yeah, I thought was a great
3: idea. Yeah, and it's going to everybody's going to watch. This. Oh yeah, I'm I am mean, r- uh, I'm really into and, this. And so he's now worried, according to the guy who uh, directed the movie, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is concerned about what people will think of him when they watch this. Why? Because they will. They have microphones. You know, they, everything's miked up. And in one particular situation, he was all over his teammate Scotty Burrell. Now you remember Scott Burrell, sure. And so in the movie. In this documentary, there are a a couple of scenes where he's really all over Scott Burrell. Yeah. And and so he says, you know, when people see this, they're going to think that I'm a jerk, that I'm a horrible guy, and they don't understand that that's the way I was to get my team ready. No, Because they were going into – they knew they were going to have tough competition with the Knicks and mm -hmm. all those other good teams that they had to go against. And this was his way of getting his teammates yeah. ready. Holding but them accountable. Exactly. And also trying to inspire them. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't need anybody to inspire him. No. He took the team by the horns and went out there. And so I can understand him being concerned about this. Because you know how people are. Well, they'll today. will see something and they'll look at it and say, oh, what a jerk Michael yeah. Jordan is. Yeah. He's yelling
0: at his teammates. Yeah. I got, I got news for you. Tom Brady yells at his teammates, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Charles you know? Barkley yeah.
3: not only yelled at him on the court, he would then rip him afterwards right. in the post-game <laughs> press conference. <laughs> but Michael Jordan, I'm looking forward to watching this. Me too. Because this is going to be interesting. The Last Dance, 10 part Now, can you watch 10 parts? Are they 10 one-hour things? I want to know. I, I don't know if they're I'm not watching like 10 5-hour documentary things. No, no, I couldn't do that. They're probably either. 10 one-hour installments. Are they going to be on consecutive nights? I have to look that stuff up. But I know they're going to run it next week on ESPN and it's yeah. called the Last Dance. April the 19th will be the first episode. And that's actually Sunday, so it's going to start
0: this Sunday? Yes. Yeah, they're getting it in before the draft. That's a big week in sports, man, with nothing really going on. Absolutely. That's must-watch television yeah. if
3: you're a sports fan. Now, there is no sit courtside with Ben Simmons, though. That You do get to go in and shoot, though, if you get that one. Right. Brett Brown will put you in. If you could at least make a shot of 25 feet or more, he will put you in the game in the fourth quarter. See, now I'd have watched him play horse. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, we're coming back. Much more so. That open lines. If you want to get in on our last segment, this is your chance. Speak up or forever hold your National Horny Day piece. Yeah,
0: call in as Chris Landry and yeah. give us some draft
3: exactly. advice. 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. Tony and Harry, on a Thirsty Thursday... Pouring them out for Chris Landry. Stick around.
4: See, this is is, what just happened with me proves that you could just never stop listening. Because if you stop listening.
3: Well, especially if you're one of the producers of the show.
4: Well, I was doing triple duty. I know. Trying to figure out what happened.
3: Missinelli's dryer, like I the saw Lon- it. like the London Bridge relocation. Someone actually bought the Playboy Mansion grotto, and they're moving it to that town in Mississippi for the HGTV show Hometown. Right. <laughs> they like to repurpose stuff. They're going to repurpose the grotto stones in some house in Mississippi. Look at this. This is Colorado today. Live snow? footage. Yes. Wow. That's a lot of snow. Yeah. Our buddy pops, real pop oh, cherry, what? real pop cherry Ooh. checks in. Oh, Mr. Ice Rink, he's the Canadian guy up in uh, oh, Canada uh, who talks hockey. Ice Rink, he used to call in all the time. Okay, we'll get Mr. Ice Rink in. So our buddy pops post. We got to. Can you put this video up, Robin? If you get a chance, the Twitter video. No, from yours. If you can go to Real Pop Cherry. Pops at Real Pop Cherry. sent it three minutes ago. This is his backyard, his deck, this afternoon in Colorado. Hello. Beautiful, man. So I guess he's from Philly, but he lives in Colorado. Look at that. That's a couple inches right there. That would shut down this city for another month. That amount of snow. Yep. I hate when guests blow you off. I don't think he I don't think he did it intentionally. No, I'm that's the first guest in 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 almost a two full weeks. Yeah, that we didn't get on the phone.
4: Especially since it was just yesterday
0: that confirmed it Yeah, Sabin blew us off just before the show. Yeah, but we at least yeah. knew
3: that going in. Yeah.
0: Turkey balls for Harry. What
3: does that mean?
4: Whoops. I wasn't even on.
3: Not gleaming the cube. <sighs> Is it snowing in the Lehigh Valley?
4: Oh, Reese, ma'am. Reese, Reese's mom?
3: Yeah, Reese. God, these things <laughs> hurt my ears.
4: I know. Mine too. They're too tight.
0: I think they might be talking about that other kind of snow in the Lehigh Valley, Tony coffee table snow uh,
4: that's, uh, Um. That's C-J-A-M- 91 C-J-A-M- Sixer C-J-A-M- says there were flurries earlier in Westchester
3: it's a very very bitter and broken man there is more snow in Colorado than in the Hollywood Hills coffee table that was my line I was used to use s falcon 39 be a nice, be a,
2: a, a a i don't know
4: if this is breaking news to- tony ta- what's that i don't know if this is breaking news but s falcon 39 says that ian Rappaport um is saying that uh von miller has covid
2: 19
3: mm. i'll
4: Franny Mac 924 food, Harry. You ate them at Barry the Hatchet?
3: What? What kind of food?
4: I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about. What food?
6: Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. I'm checking my bank
3: account to see if I got my direct deposit. Maybe Trump's just going to send me the actual check with the autograph on it, personalized. I doubt it. And then I'll put it in a frame like I have my Walt Disney stock certificate in a frame. Yeah, but you put it in a frame, that means you don't cash it. It's okay. No, I'll cash it. Yeah. I'll just make a copy of it and put for deposit only on the back of the check. (laughs) I always do that. It's an old habit. Now... Yesterday, Jay Glazer was getting ripped a lot today on, uh, on Twitter, yesterday, because he was teasing this big announcement. And when you tease a big announcement, it's going to be breaking news. And he was doing stuff, and he's doing charity stuff, too, like pretty much everybody is, you know, who were in the big deal world that everybody knows. And then he reported that a player for the Rams— Brian Allen— The center, right? The center, yeah. Had tested positive for COVID-19. So people were expecting some big breaking news. Right. And then they got all mad at Jay Glazer because people were like, who's Brian Allen? Isn't he one of the comic guys? That's Byron Allen, who has a comedy show channel on comedy.tv. Have you ever watched him? No. You'll know who he is if you watch him, Harry. But anyway, where was I on this thing? Brian Allen tested positive for COVID-19. So now uh, Ian Rappaport at the NFL Network is reporting that Von Miller has tested positive for COVID-19. Is that right? And I'm surprised when you figure how many football players there are out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you had, all these temp- you had all these Dallas Cowboy guys out there working out. Now, of course, that doesn't mean they're not going to get it, and I'm not rooting for anybody to get it. The good news with every athlete that we've seen that's gotten it has gotten over it. Remember the t- yeah. first two guys were NBA guys? Rudy Gobert and uh, his teammate mm-hmm. who now hate each other, supposedly. Meanwhile, let's go to the phones because we need to go up north. It's snowing in Colorado today. Now, that's not unusual. It is middle of April. But, you know, Colorado could be 81 day and then snowing the next, and they're getting snow. And one of our great listeners, what is his name there, Robin? Because I can't see it. He posted a video of his, of his deck, and they got a couple of inches there. Ice rink. No, no, ice rink oh. is on the line. Oh. The guy who posted the thing, he says he misses his home, being home right now. He's from Philly. But there he is in Colorado. Oh, at real pop cherry. Real pop cherry yeah. pops with a live shot of his deck. That we're here in philly that we'd be closing the schools for another month with that much snow but let's go to a man up in the great right white right north mr ice rink himself not affiliated with jason martinez is starting another show on the radio to talk hockey mr ice rink what's going on today
9: well i'll tell you it's a national horny day up here um tony so we're all happier than hookers at promise keepers conventions
3: oh it's beautiful day. wait it's national horny day in canada too Every day is National
9: Horny Day in Canada when there's no hockey on, brother.
3: I'm not talking about those big moose with the big racks that are roaming around for you guys to go out there and shoot and eat later on tonight. (laughs) Not that kind of horny. Not
9: that kind of (laughs) horny. Anyway, listen, I wanted to... uh, tell you about something you mentioned food and beverage workers uh, at the arenas and stadiums and my wife and I both work uh, for Aramark at Ottawa Senators games Aramark is Philly based of course Mm -hmm. yes and uh, they handle the food and beverage at the at the uh, Flyers games but um, we did something special last week um, and Aramark people had quite a quite a big uh, role in it but there was a little 13 year old girl named Bria Roberts who just finished 70 weeks of chemotherapy.
2: Yeah,
9: I saw that. Biggest Ottawa Ottawa Senators fan um, in the world, and a very close friend of Bobby Ryan's. Anyway, uh, we had a special ceremony outside the arena for her um, that Corinne streamed uh, on Facebook, and then um, people were sitting in their cars beeping their horns, but she got to ring the bell for her... um, Finishing her 70th cancer treatment um, on that day, and and uh, you know we we talk about um, sports and how you know we miss we miss the games, we miss the sweet action, we miss everything. But but there are still some uh, positive feel good things out there, and and uh, just wanted to um, share that with you guys. And you know it, it's you know we always talk about the frontline workers and everybody working on COVID 19 and and uh, and everything. But you know what, cancer doesn't stop. You're absolutely this. right. And, uh, uh, the cancer workers, the people that administer chemotherapy and radiation or kidney dialysis, they're all still working in all the hospitals, and, and uh, um, you know, God bless every one of them. But it was a very special, uh, a very special moment uh, when Bria got to ring the bell.
3: I saw it. and I saw the video of it, and it's unbelievable. So she did it outside of the arena, and they set up the little bell, and she rang it. And there were a bunch of people from the hospital and all of her friends who obviously were there. That's it was so outside, cool. in front of the arena and then she got to ring the bell. I think it was last Saturday, am I not? Is that when it was, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, it
9: was last Friday. Last Friday. Last Friday. Yeah.
3: And you go see yeah. the video. So, it's an unbelievable story. You know, we talked about our friend in St. Louis, that whole thing last year where she was a big blues fan. That's where the Play Gloria thing came from, and the, and, and, and the St. Louis blues players all dedicated their season to her. Remember that, Robin, last year? And that was a, had a Philly connection, too, because it was from the – the exactly. night they spent in Philly. Yep. But, the, but yeah. the young lady in St. Louis was obviously a big Blues fan. Oh, huge. And she, was, she, wouldn't, she couldn't even go out of her hospital area. She was basically she was, in, that's right, she was in yeah, full yeah. quarantine in a room where nobody could go in because of the potential of, of, of diseases and germs uh, mm-hmm. spreading around. And then she finally recovered enough, and they brought her to the playoff games. She went out there, dropped the puck. and Layla they,
4: was her name, yes, right? Yes,
3: Layla is exactly right. And now the young girl up in Ottawa. Uh, another example of a young girl, young fan, who uh, recovered from an unbelievable battle with cancer and then got to go out in public and ring the bell in front of the, uh, in front of the building, as we call it in the hockey. The building, yeah. The barn.
9: In front of the barn, yeah. It was a special celebration. And, uh, you know, I just want to give a shout-out to all my brothers and sisters out there that are still fighting. Uh, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Keep fighting.
3: Well, thank you so much, sir. I really appreciate the call from up north. We love hearing from our friends in Canada. Thank you, buddy. The great thank mister, you. The great Mr. Ice Rink. Yep. When you, when you have a name of Ice Rink, I feel like John Madden. You know, when you talk about Ice Rink here, Harry, you're talking about a man who's talking about ice rinks. <laughs> right. And when you think of ice rinks, what do you think? You hockey. think about skating, first of all, and not just hockey. You know, because the figure skaters, they skate on an ice rink, too. Yeah, but I'm not thinking about... But they're not wearing tutus in the National Hockey League. Yeah. When the boys get out there and they bring it all out and lay it all out,
4: I got a text back from Chris Landry. He doesn't know what happened. He's been sitting there this entire time. So maybe we have a ghost in the line because we were calling him. Ghost in the machine? Yeah, we, we confirmed the phone numbers. Everything was wow. working fine. So he is rescheduled for tomorrow, um, and we are going to effort it one so more time. So he didn't bag
3: us. So no, was he her. was
4: sitting there by the phone wondering why we weren't thought calling thought we blew him yeah. off.
3: Yeah. Why didn't we give him our number, Robin? I did. Was he trying to call
4: us? Um, well, he, I didn't give him our number until it was already too late because uh, we were just going to call him and it was no problem. But uh, he, I, he has our number now as well. So tomorrow, no matter what happens, whether we call him or he calls us. It'll yeah, because I
6: know Chris for a long time. Yeah. I
3: figured he wouldn't blow us off.
6: No. You Nobody know, this. blows
0: this show off, Harry? This Brian Allen uh, guy from the Rams. Mm-hmm. Guess what his first uh, symptom was? Uh, when he started to realize something was a little off. Fever
3: high, heavy high fever? No. He lost
0: his sense of smell and taste.
4: Yes, that's one of the things that they're saying. Yeah. Is that one of the one of the symptoms of there's like two different strains. There's like the strain that's sort of like a mild flu. Mm-hmm. And then there's the really really bad where it sends you into a hospital. And I think it's the mild flu one. It's that sense of smell and taste.
0: Smell and taste and then had a sore throat, fatigue and headaches. But that's basically what he experienced. So it doesn't even say fever.
3: Yeah, you know, because everybody, let's be honest, there were weeks down here when we were doing the show before this, even before the COVID-19, when we were just doing our show before we started the serious show, Mm -hmm. that I'd say, you know, my chest hurts or, you know, I'm having problems breathing. And, you know, and not because I'm a hypochondriac, because I'm not, but you start thinking do I have it and not know it? Right. Because a lot of people get it and don't know it. Right, right. And then they recover on their own just by not going outside and being in contact yeah. with other people. So there could be thousands and thousands of people who got it, didn't spread it, and then recovered from right. it without medication or a vaccine.
4: Because they had the milder version
3: exactly. Well, I don't because, like it hot. I like the milder version. Whenever because, I go to a restaurant, when they finally reopen,
0: no hot stuff, no hot sauces, any of that stuff. Or because they aren't compromised by any other illness and they have a good it, immune exactly. system. Exactly. It could be. Yeah. I mean,
4: there's there's so many different variables. You just don't know. And once we can get that where everybody is tested like they did in South Korea, then we will know exactly how fast this spreads and it'll have a much better number of The fatality rate.
3: And again, I went off on the uh, on the people who are screaming about you can't do anything until there's a vaccine. Mm -hmm. And the thing that bothers me about that is that even with when there is a vaccine in 18 months or so, doesn't doesn't mean necessarily that everybody's going to get take this vaccine and be okay. You know, there are vaccines for a lot of things. We talked about the flu shot. The flu shot doesn't guarantee you're not going to get flu. It just protects you from the flu strains that were already around, which right. they combine together. And if there's a new strain, you can still get the flu. But I'm so far, the COVID t-
4: nineteen has not mutated. It's it's still the same strain. Right but the now.
3: antibody test, the Abbott test, is already out there. Mm-hmm. Every Rutgers has a test. So the good news, as far as thinking about moving ahead and doing some things again, in different areas where it's not as bad as opposed to just opening up the whole country, which I'm not in favor of, is the fact that we're seeing more tests coming out every single day that are being mass-produced so that at baseball stadiums, at football stadiums, at NBA games, at hockey games, you'll be able to test people within five minutes, Mm. with the antibody test especially, because that's the one, if you had it, the antibody will determine that you, you can't pass it to somebody else. Right. That's the key, is not being able to pass it unknowingly unwittingly to somebody else. And so all these different tests are coming out. The Abbott test, you know, Abbott stock is going through the roof. They announced it a couple of weeks ago. It's the five-minute test mm-hmm. where you can get results in five minutes. And that's the one they're talking about taking out to Arizona if baseball plays there. Right. Then the players could be tested, and they'll know in five minutes. Right. I think
4: that's the one all you have to do is spit into a little tube, No, right? that's, the,
3: that's the Rutgers one. Oh, okay. The, the, uh, the, the, the Abbott one, I think, is a, is a blood prick, and then they put it in the ah. machine. So there's all different tests. Which are getting faster and faster, and you go back to the beginning of this, Harry people had to send their tests out to a lab and wait three remember They'd when have we, to wait for when we had the gentleman on the cruise ship, yeah who got it and, his, and he was on this cruise ship, and he was sitting in a hospital. They, they left him on the ship for 14 days. His wife didn't get it. She went back home up in the uh, up in California in, mm-hmm. in Southern California Santa, Santa Clarita. At Santa Clarita, right up near uh, magic mountain so there. he had to stay on the boat. He had to stay on for the sure. ship, and then they moved him to a hospital yeah. in Nebraska. And he was in there forever. And then finally, he got over it. But the bottom line is, he mm-hmm. knew he had it, and he didn't pass it along, oh. and now he's back home. So that's those are the positive stories that make us all feel good about you know who knows how many months from now, but certainly not 18 months from now. I don't think anybody's going to, that's not going to happen in this country. It would be devastating. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody. We want to thank Tim Cates, John McMullen, All the people are on National Horny Day. We're feeling it a little bit today. Harry Mays for revealing that he already celebrated early before he even realized what it was. (laughs) Joe Krause, Joe C., Miss Robin, even though uh, you had a rough day. I did. I've had rough days, too. You just get over them. You dust yourself off. You come back tomorrow, and you do it all over again. We'll see you for the big Freaky Friday tomorrow right here. Good night, everybody. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive, and God bless America.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very much for joining us on the twitch.tv forward slash Tony Bruno show and hanging with us for these fabulous three hours. Ripping us, giving us love, giving us information when we can't think of it ourselves. Yeah, Clarky Bob. Bye, Tony, Harry, and the battered performer, Mr. Robin. Thank you. <laughs> and we will see you tomorrow. Same time, same bat cave, same bat channel. And boom.
7: This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. And maybe in our world here, there lives a happy little mountain.